Check, check. Check and see we got volume here, huh? The boy Casey. I think we are probably good. Let's see here. <clears throat> check, check. Let's go. Check and see we got volume. Hoodstocks podcast is brought to you by looking for some good quality cannabis. I mean, killer quality cannabis. Hit up the folks at Killer Kush. They specialize in bringing you the best quality available from OG to exotic. They got it all, baby. Hit them up at KillerKushCali at gmail.com or follow them on IG at KillerKush underscore underscore 420. And that's how you can find their nearest location. And if you're in the city of East Los Angeles, yes, sir. East LA Exotics. They are located at 6009 East Olympic Boulevard. This podcast is also brought to you by Gutter Phenom. Gutter Phenom is a lifestyle brand that is dedicated to supporting and inspiring individuals who are determined to achieve their dreams. We believe that no matter where you come from and what you've been through with hard work and dedication, anything is possible. A portion of our proceeds are donated to organizations that provide vocational training for parolees and scholarships and for those in need of drug and alcohol treatment. Visit gutterphenom.com and use exclusive code hoodstocks20 to receive 20% off your order today. This podcast is also brought to you by Apish OG. Follow them on Instagram at Apish underscore OG and you can pull up on them in the city of Maywood at OG Nation. Come get your flowers, edibles, one-stop shop for all your needs, baby. Let's go. This podcast is brought to you by Origin Bakery Equipment, your one-stop shop for all your bakery and restaurant equipment needs. Home-based to wholesale commercial bakeries, new and used. Follow them on Instagram at Origin Bakery Equipment LLC or pull up on them in the city of South Omani at 10441 Rush Street. This podcast is also brought to you by introducing Go Loco, Baby Loco, and Baby Loca for the ladies, the cannabis pre-roll brands that will take your smoking experiences to the next level, baby. We understand that smoking cannabis is not just a habit, it's a lifestyle. That's why we've carefully crafted our pre-rolls to provide you with the ultimate smoking, smoking experience. Follow them on IG, blackswan.la. Follow them on IG, blackswan.la. Let's go. Casey, are we ready, baby? Yes, sir. Let's get this shit cracking. Yes, sir. You heard the man. Welcome to Hoodstocks on a Sunday evening. Hope you had a good day today. Glad you motherfuckers are back. My goonies. Let's go, baby. Shit. Like, subscribe, let a neighbor know we here, baby. Let's go. How's everybody doing? Hope you're all doing well. Check it out right here. Got some new car fresheners, baby. Casey, go ahead and hit this camera right here, big doggy dong. Car fresheners, hood stocks, car 
fresheners. www.50racks.com, www.50racks.com. And uh, I, I know I told everybody they smell like methamphetamine, but they don't, dog. We don't want your car <laughs> smelling like motherfucking methamphetamine, you know? Uh, I thought it was funny until I noticed that nobody was buying these motherfuckers, dog. Then I was like, well, that wasn't a good uh, tactic of uh, selling my fucking our car uh, fresheners. Um, black ice. That's what it smells like. You like black ice? You know what I mean? Then, hey, www.50racks.com. Oh, excuse me. Uh, support. Hoodstocks podcast. You can do that by buying uh, some of these at the website. And uh, man, let me give those to you, Kat. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Also, too, today, man, I got really blessed. I got really, really blessed. Uh, Stizzy, our sponsor. You guys see it right there, Stizzy. You know what I mean? The best, one of the West, best wheat brands in the world. And they blessed your boy with this right here. They dropped it off at my crib and they Ooh. did it like that, dog. Ooh, damn. Look at, look at that shit right there, baby. Stizzy, Leanne, the owner of Stizzy, I love you. Thank you so motherfucking much for supporting us and believing in us. Look at they even look at the hood stocks, uh, uh, cartridge for the pin, uh, the indica. The uh, it, uh, that's indica Take on too. Out. Take on out. Let's see it, bro. They got the fucking packaging all the way around. They are not fucking around. I mean, if you're gonna be sponsored by a weed brand, I mean, shit. Stizzy's the one, baby. That one's the hard big dogs. The this chain. one's hard as fuck with the chain on it, dude. They these motherfuckers go above and beyond. And oh, look at that! Look at the fucking uh, the batteries, bro. Those are hard. I don't know if you guys can Damn. really see that. Shit is stupid hard, and I'm man. I'm really taken back by this gesture right here, and I love you guys, and I thank you guys so much, man. I love it so much, I don't even want to smoke none of this shit, you know? And if I do smoke it, I'll, I'll take it out, smoke it, but I got to put it back in here because this is just a beautiful piece of art right here. You know, to take the time and do this is just, just for, for us, for me, is unbelievable. And I love you guys, man, and thank you so much. Okay. Let's get down to business, baby. Let's clear the table off a little. You put this up like this. <coughs> Okay, today's guest out of Pomona, California. I want everybody to give it up for Crazy Cat. You're on the Rose Parade float for a minute, huh? I seen that. Shit. That motherfucker Rose Parade float got bumper. Got curves. But yeah, it is yeah. a motherfucker. You're a little speechless there. I was. I was like, uh, uh. <laughs> um, how you doing, Kat? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Shit, thank you for just pulling up and just being, uh, you know, being the MVP for us this weekend. You know, um, we had talked previously, and I know we were bound to collaborate on something. And um, but initially, we were gonna have, uh, <laughs> we were gonna have a transgender on here. Yes. I am not the transgender. Oh. I just want to clarify that. Prove it. <laughs> Prove it. I see a couple of people commenting. Is that the trend? No. Drop your draws. <laughs> clarify that here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you 100% don't look like a transgender. You look like Thank a beautiful you. woman out of Pomona, <laughs> California. And, and you know what? Dudes were losing their fucking mind about this transgender uh, thing. And maybe, and someone made a good point on a comment and said, Lucky, maybe you approached it wrong and the picture that you posted was a little too much. You know, because it really fucked with dudes. Because you see this man with tits and a fake tits, 
fake ass in women's lingerie and, and it's fucking with you, dog, because you're not sure if you like that or not. I get it. I don't agree. You could have had him in a church dress and your audience probably wouldn't have wanted him. Yeah, 100%. You know, and I got to respect the audience. You know what? I'm like, shit, you know, I ain't got no, I ain't got no stock in this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> shit, I don't, you know, if it, if this is not what you want to hear to me, so I got a dark sense of humor. And I think chicks with dicks are fucking funny. You know? Yeah. I think, oh, I call them avatars. You know? And I think they're funny. And initially, I wanted to, like, I really wanted to clown and I had some good jokes. You know, I had some good jokes, you know, like, hey, when you meet a dude at a club, and you take him home, what's the first thing you do? Pull out your tits or your dick? You know what I mean? I don't know. I just had some stupid shit like that to say, yeah, you know, and to me, I, I, I enjoy that. But to other motherfuckers, and I get it, too. Have you ever been on Pornhub and they got those pop ups? They pop up on Pornhub. Any guys right here? I'm sure the girls don't watch Pornhub. Canine's not here to attest to it. Do, do girls watch Pornhub? Yeah? Yes. What do you, what do you, lady over there? Lady over there. <laughs> lady over there in the moo-moo. Um, <laughs> in the pack of marble lights. <laughs> what, what, when you get on Pornhub, what do you type in? Are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Being honest? Honest. I like lesbian porn. Lesbian porn? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, would I ever be with a girl? No. But, but it turns know. you on. Yeah, lesbian does. porn turns you on. Does lesbian porn turn you on? Um, yes. I've been with a girl, though, so I don't... Okay. It's kind of like, we already experienced it. It's whatever. Did she have the strap on, on, or did you have the strap we on? We didn't do on? any of that one. No? No. Okay. That's like uh, extracurricular activities, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Huh. But girls watch, so but, yes. women women watch Pornhub. What do you type in when you're going to watch Pornhub? I don't watch Pornhub. I'm, not, I'm all about making my own porn behind, without it getting recorded. Oh, without getting recorded, I was going to say, damn, you know what I mean? Keywords. <laughs> Keywords, please. I don't need to really watch it. You know, the interesting thing about this this whole conversation, too, and it may not be interesting to some, but we found out after the fact of just, like, all the drama of having that, potentially having that individual on, um, that Casey got on the phone with Shim, and Shim told him that um, that the motherfucker did trans, is on, is on Pornhub doing fucking trans... Sex, you know, Gotta and money. yeah, and they say, it, money. they say it pays good. Shim says him told she him said it was very lucrative, very lucrative, yeah, very lucrative business. Chicks with dicks, sword fighting, and Shim told him that um, why do I like saying that? Oh, it kind of rhymes. It kind of rhymes. Yeah, there it is. Kinda, it kind of rhymes. Flow, you're flowing here. Yeah. Yeah. Shim told him that uh, that that Shim is also used to be an escort for rich people that she would high profile clients high profile yes. clients that shim could never say because you know the confidential confidentiality thing and they shim would never say nothing because the money is so good right like if you want something that people to shut the fuck up you know what i mean because you pulled up in a g-string and the fucking dick and tits and all that other shit you know um you yeah you're gonna i i would think you'd pay enough money to keep shim quiet right right yeah That'd be pretty. You know, that's a funny story. Yes, yeah, that's to, it. Uh, drive around an escort. I had there was a Craigslist. I moved to Arizona. They, there was a Craigslist posting about being my driver, drive me around the guy, and then I went to go pick him up to drive him. This was not. This was before the whole Uber stuff and all that. 
So he just needed a ride. And then he was like, we're going to pick up my girl. I'm like, okay. And then we pick up the girl. And he's like, we're going to go to this hotel right here. And I'm like, okay. And then we're like waiting in the car. And then she's doing her thing. And then she comes back down. And he's like, all right, just take us home. Like, okay. <sighs> and then it was actually really good money. So I did it like a couple times. And, and I was just like, I don't want to drive no more. Was the car a stick shift? <laughs> it's my car. No, that was your car. I saw. I don't know I why. Don't drive the whole shift. time you're Only telling me this, shift. I was like, "Is it a stick shift?" <laughs> Not she that stick shift. She's driving a stick shift, five speed stick shift. You just fucking <laughs> looking back at him. <laughs> Jack the stick off real quick. <laughs> Make a right turn. All right, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> See, this is the, this is I am having a disconnect with my guests these days. You know what I mean? I'm on my own little planet. Rick, what did you think about all that, bro? With the fucking transvestite, and you at first I said Rick, and so this is the re this is a big reason why I didn't do it because Rick K9 was on the fence because K9 has had uh, interactions with uh, no, I'm just fucking with you. He has a story, a funny story about a transvestite. Um, but these two dudes were just like, look, you know what? I'm not sure about this, dog. We we get it, bro, but we're not sure about this shit, you know? Rick. Um, well, honestly, like, uh, I didn't think it, it fit with uh, what we're doing. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yes, it's content, and I'm sure there would have been a lot of people to, um, like, comment about it, talk shit, say whatever. Like, we would have got a lot of... Um, airtime with it just from it would have done views is what you said a lot of views but i'm thinking more of the views would have been negative and um i don't know i just didn't feel like it goes with what we got going on at least not right now for sure thank you rick thank you and i've done a transvestite before but it was it's dudes are so funny man and and i get it dudes are so funny um but it was a female transitioning into a dude and it was actually my homeboy's sister well now brother that i met at a little backyard boogie and i thought it was a dude the dude had a beard you know what i mean he had a beard and but the, I, taking them things and i initially did an interview and um it was a good conversation and dudes are okay with that you know mm -hmm. but if it's a chick with a dick they're not cool with that shit dog you know they don't like chicks with dicks and I get it. And back to the Pornhub thing. What I was getting at is, is, is I wanted to use this kind of an, as an anal analogy, right? So when you're on Pornhub and a fucking, and one of those pop-ups pop up and it's two dudes sword fighting or a fucking dude with a tits and a dick fucking serving something, you know what I mean? It's like, whoa, hold up. And you just get away from that shit, you know what I mean? That's how I am. I don't want to see that shit, you know? Yeah. But, but I, I would have fun entertaining the conversation with that. But I thought about it. I said, well, maybe dudes are like that with even the conversation. They're like, oh, shit. No, I don't want to hear that shit. You know? Yeah, I've had uncles, like, they'll <clears throat> teach their own, but stay away from me. They don't want to They don't want to deal with it. They don't want to hear it. I'm totally open-minded. I wanted it. I actually wanted to see it. I it, wanted to. You left me an amazing comment. Yeah. Thank you. And that, that made me think of you and say, well, shit, I wonder if Crazy Cat would be down in these unusual circumstances to pull up for your boy and, um, you know, just chop it up, you know, have this conversation and then get into your story. And I'm very thankful and I, I'm very appreciative that you, you you made the time for this at late notice. And uh, I owe you one. Let's say it like that. I mean, Thank you. I owe I you I appreciate one. it. Absolutely. You've been a great host and very uh, 
friendly with my friends. So thank Absolutely. you very much. Absolutely. Thank you for bringing this football team in here. I'm just fucking around. You're like, hey, let me just take that back. <laughs> Call my homegirls a football team. No, I'm just fucking with you. I know. He's like, bring one person. I'm like, okay. I got all no, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I, I, You know, it's different because it's usually, girls. yeah, it's girls. There's girls in here. Like, what the fuck are girls doing in here? It's usually a fucking salami factory, sausage fest. Bunch of dudes fucking all fucked up. You know, dudes get drunk and they don't understand their volume. You know, I'm that dude. You know, and then when there's a bunch of other dudes with that shit, man, I wonder what the neighbors think. You know, they're like, fuck, what the fuck are them dudes? What is a sorority over there? <laughs> bunch of fucking middle-aged dudes, loud as fuck. <laughs> and young dudes. They're not all everyone's my age and Rick's age. But uh, anyways, uh, so back to back to planet Earth. How, how was your day today? You said you, you rode all day. Yes, I am in a biker club. Okay. So I have a 17 Road King. And uh, we had our meeting this morning, and then we had to go support some events. So we rode for hours. Well, from I think I started riding at nine, and I got home at what time? I text you for? Yeah. Yeah. So all day, and then I got ready and came here. Huh. And my girls and do something after. What's uh? What's the biker club? I mean, what what is the your is it's a biker club? It's a woman's MC. Yes. That's dope. What's the name of it? Uh, rowdy ones. Ooh. So we're an actual motorcycle club. We're not a riding club. AKA feisty ones. There's a difference. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a difference. Yeah. What's the difference? Uh, we wear patches. We have bylaws. Um, we're more, I think, uh, official compared to riding clubs or a group of women that just get together and go riding. Yeah, like the PTA meetings, going out riding. This is different, right? Yeah, it has more you, like politics and stuff like yeah. that too. We got we're more uh, respectful of the street street things as well. Well, yeah, and thank you for that right there because I had a question for you. You know, and my question <laughs> off the rip was this. You know what I mean? Like, so the, the, you got these dudes, right? You got the dudes that have been bikers forever, right? Um, and and now there's it's this era that we're in, and it's amazing, and I love it, and I support it. You know, and there's a lot of, and I'm, I love and support that there's a lot of females now riding bikes. That's badass. Sexy ass bitches on a bike. You're on a freeway. You, I mean, almost crash because fucking 17 Road King. What's the 17? 2017. Oh, 2017. Okay. Road King. <laughs> Dude, I don't got a bike. Harley. I got a fucking, uh, what do I got? I got a bicycle, you know? But um, I've rode bikes before in the past, but I rode street bikes. Like, well, when I was in the hood and crotch shit. Crotch rockets. Yeah, I rode, mm -hmm. I rode crotch rockets just to navigate. I'd be strapped, dope, a scale on me, running around, doing this, that. You know what I mean? Would you wear the vest, the, le the leathers? The le okay. Just the chaps, bro. Just the chaps, though. <laughs> why, is chaps, the why, why is chicks with dicks and chaps always funny? Not chips, chicks with dicks and chaps. I'm just saying there's two things. There's some things that are funny to me. Chaps are always funny. And then you got the bikers like, oh, here we go, the assless chapless thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> These guys don't ride. You know, it's the first thing they say every time, right? Rick, would you ever get a bike? I don't think so, just because of the way I drive. I drive kind of um, reckless, so I think on a bike I'd probably be doing too much. Yeah. My we're, we're just as reckless. Yeah. I mean, you grew up in L.A., everybody's but reckless driving around here. I just, uh, I don't want to die on a bike, you know? Like, I don't want to die at all, but, like, I drive reckless in the car already. Like, so I, I just think it'd be, um, like, I was interested in the bikes, but I just... I don't know. I don't a lot of guys get show bikes because you're like blinged up. So yeah. maybe, you know, they just cruise. 
I don't really do I, anything. Uh, I'm, I'm, I like to race. Like if somebody pulls up next to me, even in any kind of car I'm in, I'm trying to race. <laughs> Damn. That pulls in any kind of car I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> You know? Rims that engine of that Ford Focus. Yeah. Boom, boom. That's what going. Say the Kia. Put it in, ram it in, fucking hit the idle in neutral and just pop it into drive. That's it. Yeah, no, I get it. And I, my family, I feel like Rick, too. You know I mean? I don't want to, my family would be very highly upset about me on a bike at this point in time in my life just because what I've come from and what I've been through. And they just think like it would probably be an an un- Something that I don't need in my life, right? Something that just can potentially maybe be a detriment in my uh, in my wealth and health and all the above. Um, because, I, I man, I like shrooms and shit, you know? And fuck, I can barely drive a car sometimes. And <laughs> I hate that. And don't do this, guys. Don't do that. Kids, don't do that. Be responsible. Don't be like me. Sometimes, very small percentage of the time. I usually try to be very responsible. I understand the repercussions of that shit. But anyways, what I was getting at, though, sorry, we're getting all, all over the place. Well, writing is actually like an antidepressant for a lot 100%. of us. 100%. You know? I agree. So uh, even people start later, but they realize, like, how um, free and it just helps you mentally. Just riding down the road and feels amazing. So whenever I have a bad day, I love to jump on my bike and go. Yeah. So it just it depends on the person. Yeah, of course. So I, what, I, what I was saying uh, initially earlier before I got off of my little bullshit um, is that having female bike clubs now um, and now they're involved in these events with all these other bikers, one percenters. I'm not sure what, how the, all the politics work on that stuff. Um, but, you know, sometimes you worry something pops off and you got all these biker chicks there. You know what I mean? And they can, you know, I, I'm always worried about someone if something happens and you got the wrong people there and they telling and shit. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying females would be like that, but I respect what you said in regards to um, respecting the streets and the culture of that community, right? Mm -hmm. You know, but that's everywhere though, and I don't mean to throw that on you. It's, it's just in general, but um, <clears throat> I, I, I like it, and I and I, and I love it that uh, women are getting on bikes. And your club is the rowdy ones, huh? Yes. How long have they been around for? Uh, we just had our five year anniversary. Wow. Are you are you like a founding father? I'm not. Mother? No, I'm not one of the founders. No. Founding no. <laughs> mother. Are you, uh, how long have you been writing for? I have been writing for five years now, yes. Five years. And you also have a brand too, Crazy Cats, what is it, leather or something? Crazy Cats Moto. Moto. Yeah. And uh -huh. what is it, a cl it's a clothing brand? Yeah, it's like, uh, I started off as a women's gear for women writers. Um, there wasn't a lot out there for us because, uh, again, it's a male's world and especially in the motorcycle world. So there wasn't a lot, and then uh, all, a lot of women were starting to ride. So um, I wanted to be able to offer uh, some gear and apparel that was a little bit more than, uh, you know, back in the day with all the bling, like the little, you kind of remember the hippie biker stuff? Yeah, That's yeah. what they were still selling. So I was trying to sell, you know, more updated things and um, stylish and just modern. A Cali shit, baby. Cali, there you go. Yeah, especially, yeah. yeah West Coast for sure. Because East Coast biking is way different of a style. Yeah, is it? Yeah, it is. Hmm. What would be the difference, like, first major difference? <laughs> I'm not sure. Like, just the, you, you could just see the different look of it. Yeah. Different colors. I think they rock more, like, I feel like they rock more, like, brighter 
Yeah, I get you now. You know what I mean? I get it. Yeah. Yeah, the terrain. I mean, the terrain, and and that and it makes sense, and it, it's no knock on it. It's just you know, uh, you come to Cali, you know you're in Cali. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go to fucking New York, and you know you're in New York. You know, it's just the fucking it's the landscape. You know, and the, there's different colors and, and and different structures and all the above on different landscapes. So we respect it all. But I get that. Yeah, and that's dope that you did that. You seen a you seen, and that's a perfect time to be doing that too, especially with all the women bikers raising up. Yes. You know. Yes. So it's it's actually sexy been bitches too, man. Doing some good collaborations with uh, um, some biker companies, so that's been good to me. Uh, my money maker is I tattoo eyebrows for women. You tattoo eyebrows? Yeah. For what women. about dudes? I got a couple dudes that are on the studio. There not are here right men now. who come in, not to me, but I've seen it with other people, and they go in and yeah, they'll get some stuff done. You see his mustache? That's a tattoo right there. <laughs> I, I could fill that one in. <laughs> you could fill that one in? Let's do it. <laughs> Starting to fade on the sides. I have to fill that <laughs> Fuck you. That fool <laughs> just gave his Ru- RuPaul look right there. Huh? Just struck a pose on us real quick. Yeah, this is my, uh, I'm a biker too. I ride, uh, I ride mopeds. So this is, you know, this is that moped, the moped stash. Moped life. Ped I mean, life. Ped life. Do, do moped dudes get any of the action? I mean, from moped girls. <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot of them. I mean, not Harley girls. Not Harley girls. No, there's no way. Even what? if you don't have a bike, it's really hard to date you. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, for sure. Damn. Or even if you have a smaller bike than I do, it's really hard to date you even more. But what if he's got a big dick? <laughs> Consideration. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> what if he's got a small bike but a big dick? Now what? It's like a Corvette thing, right? They have big parts. No, it's, I think Corvette thing is like a midlife crisis thing, which I was well, in the market if for it's recently. Red. Oh, wow, actually. you Did you buy a red vehicle, Lucky, recently? I did. I bought oh. a Cadillac. <laughs> I got a Cadillac. Oh, I you were going to say <laughs> No, I got a Cadillac. I got a Cadillac. It's in the shop. It's coming out. It's getting some engine stuff. It's getting all the seals resealed and shit. I don't know. I was just like, man, let me just get like a little bit of an old school Cadillac and happen to be red, bro. You know what I mean? Like, shit. I'm not mad at the color. I would prefer black because I like black on black on everything, you know, uh, especially my toast. Um, all right, that was stupid. All right, somebody say that was stupid. <laughs> Anyways, um, fucking corny shit. Uh, yeah, got a caddy, baby. You know, it happened to be red. Uh, one owner got a good deal on it. Um, Kat, let's get into your story, your come up. You know, uh, what has made the woman that we have sitting here today, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to get into your story so people can get a, get to know you. And uh, yeah, how where would we start at? You ask me. <laughs> Where do you want to start at? Let's start. Uh, I totally I mean, like. I have mom, so many different aspects in my life that. Yeah, happened, I mean, you were know, you so. were you raised with mom and pops? Um, so I was raised with my mom and uh, not my biological dad. Um, so my mom was um, from a gang. My biological dad was from the same gang, and he chose the streets. My mom met my dad, who raised me. And wanted to have kind of like a better father figure um, for me or yeah, for her daughters. So um, got raised that way. But the bring up was still uh, a lot of the gang life 
Um, I was around a lot of meetings at my house, a lot of visits to prisons, um, a lot of uh, just a lot of things. Um, so when I was 16, I found out my dad wasn't my real dad. Oh, that's interesting. That was a big, big uh, life-changing experience for me. Because um, once your parents lie to you, you don't really trust anyone after that. Ooh, that's deep. Yeah. So um, I went into a whole uh, trying to figure everything out myself and understanding why certain people treated me the way they did while I was growing up, like family. Um, I always thought it was I was a big, big girl when I was younger. So I always thought it was because of that. Um, and my sisters were always thin and small. So I was like, oh, maybe they're just kind of a little distant or mean to me because of that. But it ended up being because of that. Um, my dad wasn't my real dad. So um, that's, a co- that's a cold shot right there, though. And I feel that, too. Like you 16. And I don't mean to cut you off, but it's just it's it's an interesting point right there. That you you wondered the whole time, like, man, why do they treat me different than these two other girls right here? My sisters, right? Which were your who you thought was your father's real daughters, right? Right. Yeah. And then once you got that news, it just, everything just like probably just ran through your mind, like all the memories, everything just like through, through you and you just put it all together and you said, you motherfuckers. Yeah. You could have given me a heads up on this shit. <laughs> yeah. And it, my parents didn't tell me. Um, I don't know how long they were trying to keep it from me. Um, but my cousins were kind of talking about it. Again, cousins, um, from my dad's side. So um, I asked, and I guess you never go in actually thinking you're going to hear, no, he's not, you know? And when you do, it's like, I, th- I feel like it's like asking someone, did you cheat on me? And they say, and you're like, no, he didn't cheat on me. And then you find out, yes, he did. It's like, you just, your whole world changes. And after that, um, I totally lost myself. I just started drinking going into drugs, um, rebelling, didn't care, missing school, just partying and doing whatever just to keep my mind like, I just didn't give a fuck. I had total resentment against my parents. So let's say this. Let me, well, let me say this. I mean, did your, did your stepfather love you the same way that he loved his other daughters? He absolutely did. I would have never known if it wasn't for his family. Fucking shout out to that dude. That's a real one right there. And that's hard sometimes. I mean, it's easier. I would say it's easier when the, when the, like, say if I have a stepdaughter, which I do, right? And say if her father wasn't in her picture, then 100%. Like, let's go, baby girl. You know what I mean? You are mine. And that's it. I got you 1,000%. Even though I still do. But it would be just a different type of affection. And, and you know, but say if one does have it in their life, then, you know, you're a little bit of, like, you you, you play your role. You mind your space, right? Especially the dude's doing right. And so... Yeah, he even gave me his last name, so that's another reason I was just always like, what? I have his last name, you know? So, um... So now you're wondering, like, what's my real last name? Yeah, it's it's crazy because it's more Mexican than my dad who raised me. So, and I look super white, but his last name was Adriano, and I'm like... I mean, my sisters look more Mexican than I do, and I'm like, what? This makes no sense to me, but, yeah, that's what it was. So drugs and alcohol came into my life, and from there I was uh, doing a lot of things. Um, 
right after high school, I was uh, working and um, moved in with a friend. Tried to go to college and do some things, but I was so high all the time. Um, got into crystal meth, which was one hell of a drug, <laughs> for sure. Um, and I actually liked it so much because, like I said, I was a bigger girl, so I was losing so much weight with it. Yeah. And I loved it. It was, just gave me this energy. It gave me, like, this numbing feeling that I didn't think or care about um, having any type of emotions from, you know, everything I found out. So I was just running amok, and I started running amok with um, where my mom was from and uh, chilling with a lot of her homeboys. Um, what area is that? Baldwin Park. Baldwin Park, let's go. Yeah, okay. um, Bolin, and... Um, they were like uncles to me because, again, I grew up with them. <clears throat> so I had one uncle, and he, I will say, I know this is going to sound completely crazy, um, but in a way, he saved me by taking care of me while I was on drugs. So I was around him all the time. He would give me whatever I wanted. Um, he was kind of like he uh, ran girls and... Uh, a lot of different things so he would have me because I look like the white girl and go and uh, pick up and do different things for him and he would just be like as long as you um, do this I'll give you this and you'll be protected you won't have to worry about nothing so I always um, I know people are like well your uncle did that but I could imagine myself being in the streets not knowing anyone and then getting taken advantage of um, other things may could have happened, and uh, uh, it actually worked out in a way until I was doing way too much and started tripping a lot more, <laughs> being up for days and weeks. Yeah, it was just a lot. Um, so you said your uh, your uncle had a motel spot that he was basically running, and you were the runner. When we talked on the phone, we we talked we talked a little bit about this. But yeah. I like I like you to get into that because I feel like it's very interesting. So he ran a motel. Yeah. So if anybody knows that new Walmart in Baum Park, uh, there was a hotel there called uh, Queens Lodge, and that spot was every room either had a prostitute, um, some type of some type of gangbangers, some type of um, I mean, it was just a drug room. I mean. There was so many different styles in that whole hotel. And every Friday after work, I would jump on the bus from Pomona to Bomb Park. And right off, when you get off of um, the freeway, you walk a uh, block up. And I was there for the weekend and sometimes even longer, just getting high and doing that whole party life. Um, I mean... That hotel was so crazy. It was like a movie because, I mean, there'd be one night people driving by, shooting it up, you know, obviously rivalries. And the next day we'd be partying and smoking. And then the next day we're in stores jacking stuff to pay for the rooms. So it's just a really crazy lifestyle. And then I'd go back to Pomona and work some more for some money and then go back and do the same thing again. Every weekend. Yeah. 
I mean, when, when you did the methamphetamine, like what some people like, it puts them on different trips. You know, some people like to go steal car stereos, you know, for an example. Um, some people will rob liquor stores, you know, to get the next high. Some people are good dope dealers, unlike myself. You know, I was never a good dope dealer. Um, you know, like what, what, what would you want to do when you got high, when you smoked that methamphetamine? Were you hitting the pokey? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I was snorting or I was um, doing that or rails. Did you ever do turkey base? Turkey base it? I don't know. Squirt in your ass? <laughs> no. No? I used to No, I used to always <laughs> stick dope in the girls' asses that I was having sex with. How do you know with. that one? Because I used to get high with it, you know what I mean? But I wasn't sticking in my ass. I would, uh, females. Smell it afterwards. I would, I would put it in females' asses, and, and it would make them very, very uh, horny. And uh, I hope I said that word right. Um and I'm not Smoking trying to. I'm, I'm not trying too. to. I'm not trying to sound like a fucking weirdo, but this is just what it is. You no, know what I mean? Is. You know. Um, but um, I mean, what kind of trips would you go on? Uh, just get paranoid. I remember one time you would go on the paranoid trip. I would go on the paranoid trip. Damn. I remember one time, <laughs> I'm like begging my uncles, like, cause they're like, okay, you gotta, you gotta go get some sleep, cause you've been up for a week now. You gotta go get some sleep, and <laughs> I'm like, like please don't kill me. I'm thinking like they're going to do something crazy to me because I was just so paranoid. I was so fucked up. Like, Why are you always tripping for? You just get, you just get paranoid. Some people do get paranoid. Not bad and paranoid. the rooms were always getting raided. So I kept thinking like I would stare at the door for like hours waiting for it to get busted in. <laughs> like just so stupid. <laughs> Any minute they're coming in. Yeah. <laughs> and you see, you know, Any when you walk minute. somewhere, you kind of see the shadow kind of like, oh, oh that's them. Man. They're like getting shit ready. <laughs> You were a fucking weirdo. <laughs> you were the spooky one. Yeah. Boo! <laughs> dude. Yeah, it was all bad. The ones that would get paranoid with me, dude, I could not have them <laughs> with me. I could not have them with me. And even when I get in my car and people would have dope on them, I'd be like, all you motherfuckers, give the dope to me. You know, give the dope to me. Because I'm going to either put it somewhere where I need to put it, or if I, if I jump off the car, if the car's in my name and I leave the car, you know what I mean? I'm going to take it with me. Um, or, you know, I have, a, I always had a plan, you know, and nothing's worse than if, uh, you get pulled over and you let these motherfuckers hold their dope and what are they going to do? A lot of them, they're going to stick into your fucking car seat, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they pull them out and they're like, ah, oh, look what we got here. You know, fucking eight ball, it's you know? Monkeys. Yeah. And then who does it fall on? Dog, it falls on the driver of the fucking car, dog. You know? So I always just like, that was my thing. Give me your motherfucking dope. I know you got some right there. And I have a female, I put my hand in the titty and the, check the bra, you know what I mean? Give a fuck, you know what I mean? Give me that shit. I, I will give it back to you. Don't trip, little paranoid one. You know what I mean? Cat, I see you over there. No, I'm just fucking <laughs> it. Um, but uh, yeah, I was I was like that. I was very. Uh, um, but I, I would go on all kinds of different trips myself. But you would go on the paranoid trip, man. And but so why would you inflict that on you? Did you did it? But that was after like being up for a week. Okay, I that got wasn't you. all the time. No, I mean most of the time I was just chilling and just up, and we'd be sitting there making buying. Um, I swear, I would make these those pipes all the time with the little flower. Go to yeah. the gas station, grab the little flower pipe, and we'd sit there with the torch and blow those motherfuckers. Blow them and make them, yeah. and then I'd be sitting there sometimes waiting for like with the girls, waiting for their next customer, and just talking to them. And they have their crazy ass stories, so I was just always high, just living in like yeah, a movie, like just tripping out on everybody's get down. 
in it, each room. Is <laughs> it a, different? And let's get to each room, but I want to say this. Isn't it such a trip that when you're in this community, this meth community, it's really like an underground community. Like, yeah. you're not associating with the weed heads. You know what I mean? You're not fucking... I mean, you see some of the heroin addicts around, you know what I mean? Because they, they hit the fucking shit, too, or whatever. But it is your own underground community, and it's the people that are up all night, right? It's For the sure. Yeah, it's, it's... You know what I mean? Like, you're not... It's crazy the way that works, you know? You're not fucking with the regular life. You're not fucking with the regular Joes, you know? You're just in your own community, and this is what it is. And, and it's so crazy because even at right now as we speak, there's so many of those communities, those underground communities, all through the fucking city. Yep. You know, that we probably don't even see. We don't even know this girl exists right now. Why? Because she's smoking fucking meth, dog. And when we're asleep, she's up doing her yep. thing, you know? And she's probably a beautiful thing fucking her fucking life up, you know? And she only comes out at night. And she only yeah. comes out at night, you know, or she doesn't, or she might be up in the daytime, but she's not coming outside, you know, and if she is coming outside, she's just maneuvering, maneuver, maneuvering very methodical, you know, through the through the streets, you know, for whatever reason, she's got dope on her, or she's paranoid, or this, that, and the other. Um, yeah, and during so, the day, there's still, like, like at night, the curtains are shut, uh, every, it's just, it's like a whole day of night. It feels so much better on meth in the nighttime than the daytime. Because then you see and you're just like, ah, Well, that's why we cover everything. Yeah. We would not let the sun in. <laughs> like, you're like a vampire, Stay high bro. for days. Uh, like, just. You're going to fucking melt. <laughs> you see that sun and you're just like, fuck yeah, you, Yeah, you bitch. can't do it. Yeah. And so this, this, this spot you had, there was prostitutes there? Yeah. In different yep. rooms? In different rooms. Mm-hmm. And they would just wait for their next customer. Of course, there's always the regulars. So they'd come and, you know. Whatever. Could you pay in dope? Um, yeah, some of them would. Yeah. Some of them would. Uh, it would have to get okayed, usually. Through the, um, through yeah. the big dog? And my uncles, they did something else than just that, so. Yeah. You know, so it was just different. Do yeah. these rooms have themes? <laughs> themes. It's a fucking some, I, I'm not even going to lie. Some of the girls would dress up the room because they would live in those rooms. Good question, sir. They would live in those rooms. There was even a girl that had like a little pot of flowers on the outside of her doors. Like she and you walk in there and she had like a little light. It was yeah, they they do do that for sure. Well, they're making well, they it did like home. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that's cool. Yeah, man. they that's made their life a home. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, if I walk into a motel room and I see flowers and all this shit nice and decorated, then I, I look at her and I'm like, you know, that's a washed pussy right there. You know what I mean? Like, you know, she she's taking care of her thing and she's probably taking care of herself. And I don't mean to sound like a fucking serious dirtbag about this, but I'm just saying, like, it, it says something about somebody that's on fucking drugs and it's still like, hey, this is my home right here. Yeah, it's a motel room, but this is my fucking home right here. Yep. And, and, and everything is in order. Everything is clean. And, you know, come through and let's see what's cracking, baby. Um, what, what, what were some of these girls is like, uh, and what kind of dudes are coming in? Uh, you know, is it homies or is it, uh, regular, uh, working dudes? I mean, not too many homies. It was more like, um, yeah, like old, like the old dudes, the old dudes. And that, that I see, I mean, I didn't even really care to look, honestly. I just was in my own world too. So I didn't really... You don't interview them or nothing. Before yeah, no, like, but you see who's coming in, and you can. I mean, while you're, while you're, while you're yeah, looking at someone coming in, I'm like, okay, bye. Hey, excuse <laughs> so me. Like can you please sign this form <laughs> like you did to me right now? <laughs> they didn't have to do that. <laughs> Let me ask you a couple questions, sir, before you go in there and fucking. 
it's such a crazy world we live in, and there's so much going on that we don't even fucking know, dude. It's right underneath our nose. You know, we see some people sometimes, and you couldn't even imagine of what that motherfucker would might be involved in at this day and time. You know, yep. people are fucking. Uh, you know, people do what they got to do and shit. You know, uh, what, what I mean, what was there a price list like for females? Like, uh, you know, you oh, you want a blowjob or you want to get jacked off with, with the feet? You know what I mean? Like, you know, fools got different things. You know, I they like nothing about the pricing. No pricing. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know about the pricing. Okay. That was all my uncle that took yeah. care of all that. So. What happens if uh, someone didn't pay? Oh, they knew what they were going into. I, I don't, I think they pay before they go in, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And uh, I like, I've seen some people get fucked up for certain things. So I don't think anybody really even tried to push that. There were some examples made. Yes. Yeah, there was examples yes. made. And when you make an example, that get word gets around through the community. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. And then they pump the bullet story up too, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ten times what it happened. And it wasn't like it's just him. You know, he had all his homeboys there. They had the room. They're doing their thing too, you know. So it was. it's not like you're just going for one guy and, you know, have to worry about him. Like, no, they knew what they were going into. And the Chinos are, the Asians are the uh, India Indian people that own it, because it's usually one or the other, right? They're just like, they throw a blind eye, like, fuck it, shit, my rooms are all booked out, baby, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, so what if they're fucking got pots and plants and motherfucking, you know? Yeah. Uh, as long as he got paid. And he would take, uh, <laughs> the owner would, would take, <laughs> we would go and steal, like, coffee things, like Kmart and stuff, and little uh, stereo things, anything that we could pay with the room, he would take it all. Yeah. To pay the room that night, he would take all that stuff. Microwave, he didn't care. He would take it. That fool was like a dope man, bro. Yeah. He was just That's slanging. how they would pay. He was just slinging rooms. It was over. not always <laughs> cash. Yeah. And people would pay by the day. So through the day was like the hustle of trying to make sure that we got paid pay the next the room the next day. But it wasn't just one room. Again, it was the whole half of the back hotel taken up. It's a lot of microwaves. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I love those establishments because uh on, on, on 50th Street that I was raised in for uh, some portion of my life, uh, my pop still lives <laughs> there to this day, um, there was a market called Fair Market on El Paso on 50, right? And all the dudes would hang out in this parking lot. And um, anyways, as I got older and then I started fucking doing drugs, um, we would fucking take the, the, the Chino at, the, at, the fair, at Fair Market, uh, we'd take them all kinds of shit. You know, and he fucking cashed us out right then and there at the cash register. Bop, bop, bop. You know what I mean? Fucking drill, bro. What's up, dog? You know what I mean? You got some shit to fix around here. You know what I mean? We got you, dog. You know? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was a fucking crazy-ass fool, too. You don't fuck with this dude. We would be out there. We'd be out there fucking kicking at Fair Market in the parking lot. They had all these creatures, and there was dudes from Highland Park. And it was just an array of people. But they were all from the that little area right there, 50 area. And, um... And sometimes fools would pull up and try to do a beer run. And you could do a beer run right there. You know what I mean? But this Chino was made a little different. He's a dude that jumps over the counter with a 9 millimeter and chases you to the car. That's who he was. And so that's why he had all of our respect. We didn't never fuck with that liquor store. We a never gun, not a summary sword or something, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I would expect it. I thought you were to say that would jump out with like I would see that more. Some kung fu shit. Cat, <laughs> you got jokes. <laughs> Um, yeah, he was a fucking fool. Dude, check it out. He was he was with the extras. There was this dude one time that wasn't even in a car. He was on foot doing a beer run. And and Cat 
I mean, I'm sorry. The Chino chased him all. <laughs> sorry, a, brother. The Chino chased him all too. the way down to Irvington, Irvington and Fifty, which is like half a fucking mile, dude. Like that's a different type of dude. You feel what I'm saying? Like you know, like he was really trying to get his shit back. You know, <laughs> it that's was a, crazy. It was a twelve pack of natural light, five ninety nine. <laughs> You know what I mean? I need that back. You know, the dude was a, he was a fool. You don't fuck with that dude. You know what I mean? And we just let him go. We say, you see, you know what I mean? Hey, <laughs> you know what I mean, good luck, stupid. You know what I mean? You know. Um, but it's hey, the life, baby. The, the neighborhoods and everything. You know, the motel spots. There were so many of them, just like probably the one you're talking about. Yeah. You know, the momos, the momos that are still making that money to this day. You yeah. go to Momo sometimes and they, they, you know, the ones that are fifty nine ninety nine for a fucking night. You know what I mean? For Shit, a half for a, yeah, ooh, <laughs> the ones in the, there was one on the Colorado Boulevard uh, uh, that did the half hour thing. You know what I mean? That was a dope one. You know what I mean? You know, they, those are dope, you know, but uh, they're that's I guess that's just a part of the uh, they, and they're cool with it. Right. That's a part of the, just the life, the motel life. Yeah. And then they shut it down. So. They shut it huh? down. They built that Walmart. Yeah, they made they made that Walmart. Oh, uh, yeah. I think they have a Motel Six across, probably probably same shit. The one by the Jack in the Box, uh, across the street, or across the freeway. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so you're in this motel and you're just fucking you're having a good time. It's a big fucking party and you can't wait to get to every weekend. Sometimes, like you said, it would it would go over the weekend. You know, and I, and I get that, man. That whole lifestyle is just stupid, addicting. Like, and some people just don't fucking understand it. And it's okay, you don't need to, you know. But the ones that know, they know that that lifestyle is, is crazy. And it's an adrenaline rush. And it's just fucking, you just can't wait to get there. And get high and get the shit cracking. And who knows what, you know what I mean, you're going to get into or what you're going to mm -hmm. see. It's stupid exciting. It's an adrenaline rush. It's a drug by itself, even without the fucking drugs. You know, and how how were you, like, while you were there, I mean, what was one of the moments that you remember that just really tripped you out? I'm sure there was a bunch of them. <clears throat> yeah, there was a bunch. There's one moment um, that my uncle is very clear with a lot of people that she only, she only is allowed to smoke crystal. He was very, very... You? Yes. Okay. Very clear with a lot of people. And one guy, I was in the room, um, we're chilling, and this uh, one of the girls, and he pulls out um, a needle. And he's <clears throat> like, have you tried this? And I go, no. And he's like, you want to try it? And I, I, I was so high, I was like, fuck it, you know? Yeah. So he's putting it together and lighting whatever, and the girl walks out, and she's like, I'm going to go smoke outside. Well, she actually went to go get my uncle. And she, and all we heard, like he was literally already had me tied up and everything, and uh, all you could hear is pounding on the door, and yeah, he was an example for sure that after that, yeah, and he pounded that dude's face in. That's an easy call. Yeah, and he Dude, sent me home. He was like, you're going home right now and just... Here's 75 cents. Get your ass on the bus and get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, you're on timeout, cat. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And so, yeah, no, he was so, so back then, what kind of like, uh, I mean, were you, were you, uh, uh, were you a big girl back then? Were you voluptuous? Were you just like, you know what I mean? Uh, what kind, I mean, what kind of, uh, when I was smoking, no, I lost so much weight. I was just super, 
small so, after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and like you said, you and you up. said that too. You know, I mean, you said that too that you you liked it at first because you yeah. made you lose weight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Lose, then it was getting to a point where nothing fit me. I just was wearing super baggy clothes everywhere. And, I mean, I didn't dress like this or anything. Um, I was just very super baggy, everything, just because I was not even worried about what I looked well, like. Well, let's, let's look at the psycho- psychological thing about it. You know what I mean? So um, were you self-conscious of your weight growing up? All the time, yes. All the well, time. Well, I had three skinny, bomb-looking sisters. So I was that sister that these guys that I liked would come up to me and they would, you know, and I'm like getting all like nervous and they'll be like, what's up with your sister? And I'm like, ah, damn it. You know, so, that, you know that bitch got the clap right now, right? <laughs> I've been the dirty dog. You know how to spell gonorrhea, big dog? Um, no, so I would always, that was just, the you know, that was me in high school and stuff. So I was always like, dang, you know. So when I started smoking, I was losing weight. It was, I was starting to stand out because I was light skinned, eh, colored eyes and stuff. So um, I was getting more attention. So I liked it even more. You, you liked know? it. So it was, yeah. a, it was a bigger incentive to just keep on doing that because you were being accepted in a world where, on the flip side where you weren't being really accepted of who you felt you were and who you wanted to be. Yes. And this world was accepting you for that. For sure. And this drug was helping you get there. Get there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably a lot of girls, dude. It's really interesting. There's probably a lot of girls. I mean, they call it the Jenny Crank diet, right? You know what I mean? They make mm-hmm. jokes about it, but really like but then you got the females that have been on it forever. You know, and they're fat as fuck. You know what I mean? They're fucking the system and they're immune to it, you know? Um, but that's just like later down the line when you done lost your mind, your teeth, and everything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that they get immune to it and they don't lose weight on it no more. But um, yeah, that's interesting. So you. Yeah, I did come to a stall. I came to a stall eventually. I started losing my hair in the back of my head. My teeth started feeling like just not right. I I started noticing a lot. So then I was like, okay, I need to chill. When you start seeing stuff like that, because now you're not looking like what you wanted to look like, you're starting to just let the drugs get the best of you. And you always think you can control the drug. You always think that, and it, it, you can't. You can't. It's controlling you, huh? It is controlling you, yeah. And, and, we, and we do that to ourselves, too. We just, like, we make up excuses. Like, I got this shit. This ain't nothing. This, mother, this fucking drug ain't got me by the nuts mm-hmm. or by the tits. The double D's. <laughs> um, you, you, we, when we have this, you know, everybody that does drugs, I mean, the people that are a little bit more aware would probably have these conversations within themselves, you know, where you're just constantly convincing yourself and you're making up an excuse of why you continue to do this. It's okay, you know, I'm losing weight or it's okay, I feel better. I mean, it always made me feel so good because... You know, I grew up in a, a, a world that, you know, I wasn't accepted either, you know, within my family. And and when I ran to the streets where everybody accepted me because it was people that were probably feeling the same way as me, right? You know, and then we're doing these drugs and then it feels, it makes us just, it empowers us. It makes us feel like a super fucking hero. And we start feeling real important and doing important things in the hood, right? You know, that we feel like, shit, we're doing our job. We're important. When people see me, they know who the fuck I am, you know? And it just, it feels good. And it's just, that's just back to that underground world that we live in. And now I live on the flip side of that world, just like yourself. Yeah. 
you know, where I don't, dude, I don't want nothing to do with none of that shit. I don't even like fools around me that are on that shit. No. Yeah, and sometimes I have my friends be like, I don't know what's wrong with my man right now, and I'm looking like, yeah, I do. You know, you know what You look gone. at him over there, he's over there fucking jacking off. <laughs> no, he's, no, he's, he's on one. Bro, he's jacking off in front of everybody. I know what's wrong with him. He's fucking tweaked out. He's on one. <laughs> he's on one. How can you tell when someone's on one? They're just, their eyes are just crazy. Their mouth sometimes moving side to side. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Typewriter jaw, that's what I call that. Yeah. Yeah. They're looking at you like they're having sex with you in their eyes. It's fucking eating you up. I had homies like that, you know what I mean? They'll just look at you and they'll just fucking... I'm like, bro, you what the... F- Dude, look at yourself, dog. You know what I mean? You fucking... You're eating this bitch up. And then they start... Even bitches be high... Excuse my language. Females be high and they'll be just like, I'm, I'm uncomfortable. That fool over there, I fucking me to death, you know? <laughs> and sometimes it's funny, too, to see that. But um, so what what made you like start? How long were you doing that? And what made you you know pivot and start doing something else? Um, I finally went home after just being so bad in the streets. Um, I think my uncle actually got locked up, and uh, a lot of things changed after that. So went back home. Um, and my mom was uh, actually uh, had cancer. And it came back. So she was in remission. It came back. I was starting to get sober again. And then uh, it came back. And they told her she had uh, three weeks to three months to live. So then um, she lived for almost another year. And um, I was doing good because I was, you know, trying to be good with her. Um, I wasn't trying to be so close to her, though, because I knew I was going to lose her. So if. I don't. I know some people are like, you should be wanting to get even closer, but I just was like, I know that once I lose her, I'm probably gonna just my life's gonna go back to what it was, um, which it did. Um, so I uh, once uh, <clears throat> once she was gone, um, I did. I got back into you know smoking again and. Um, I wasn't running the streets or anything, but I was just not caring about me and my, myself at all. And uh, I had a, a house and my sisters that I knew that I still had to start getting right for. Um, I got pregnant. I lost the baby. And after that, I said, okay, I'm going to um, try to do right this time. And that's when I uh, stopped and uh, moved to Arizona to get sober. I had to get out of Kelly. There was no way. So I uh, moved to Arizona and got sober while managing what I can out um, out there. And then uh, still throughout the years, you know, I would come back to Kelly, mess around here and there, but I never got completely back into it um, the way I was because I was really, really bad. So um, just continuing to still stay away from, you know, it doesn't matter if it's been 10 years, 20 years, 10 days, you still have that urge. Um, Things happen in your life that sometimes you know that that's going to help you take away any emotion. It's going to help you just not think about things. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes I get so stressed out and I think about stuff and then I always say, no, it's not worth it. So... Trying to keep on going. 
Well, first off, my condolences, your moms, you. the baby you lost. Um, did you ever have any, uh, you know, you, so, uh, you, you said when you found out about your stepfather, well, your father, your, your, your father that wasn't your real, real father, he was your stepfather, everything fucking came down on you like a fucking hailstorm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you started putting life together and understanding things a whole, on a whole different level. I mean, did you ever, like, is, is your stepfather still around? Yes. Okay. Did you ever have a conversation? Did you ever, uh, like, you know, make amends or just say, hey, you know what, it's all good? Was that ever a conversation you ever had with your moms? So I didn't really have that. Con- my mom, when I asked her and she told me, I know she she said a speech after, and I don't, I wouldn't, you know, I was so out of it when she actually said yes. So with my dad, he, uh, my dad who raised me, he sat down with me and he had a good conversation with me. And um, again, it was still too shocking for me. Um, but we never brought it up again, me and him. My biological dad. <clears throat> actually um my mom had reached out to him before and told him she wants to meet you mm. and uh he was supposed to he was calling me and then he was supposed to pick me up on one of my birthdays and he never showed up so um i didn't ever try to reach out to him again um when i got sober i started telling myself uh, you know what it's like what drugs do to you so I felt like that was kind of my connection with my biological dad. Like that took over him where he couldn't be a dad. So I wanted to kind of be like, let me go over there and meet him and try to get to know him and maybe help him, you know? So I called my aunt. This is my mom already passed away and everything. came back from Arizona and I asked my aunt and I said, hey, can you get a hold of him? And I'd like to... She was like, yeah, that I know of. He's locked up in prison. Um, I'll check up and, you know, maybe get his address or something. And then a week later, she called me and said, Miha, I'm sorry. Um, he died uh, in prison this week. Oh, damn. Yeah. So it's been like one thing after another in my life. That's why I think people call me crazy cat from like back in the day because it's a never ending movie story in my life that just something has always happened. And it just sucks because... I just keep trying to do good in my life and something just ends up happening again that just kind of tries to bring me down, but I keep going. So Absolutely. Yeah. But that was, yeah, another <laughs> messed up thing that happened to me that I didn't even get to really like talk to him and have that conversation with him to understand, you know, why he was never there. But I just have accepted. I know what drugs do, you know, so... Um, I'm, I forgive it. Do you I do you know it. how your father uh, passed away in prison? Uh, they said cirrhosis. Cirrhosis the liver. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah. So he did a lot of things too, obviously. Yeah. Thank you, Rick. Oh, sorry. That's my boy, right there. <laughs> you have to cry on this one. <laughs> Shit, Rick just scored him some some points. <laughs> <laughs> one for Rick. <laughs> Thank you. That's a gentleman, right there. We need more of them in this world, huh? <laughs> um, the guys on your your audience is probably like, we would rather see the transgender. <laughs> Watch a girl cry right now. <laughs> well, check it out. Break the news to him and pull out your dick. Got everybody. <laughs> Got him, <'em>, motherfuckers. <laughs> Viewers will just drop to zero. They, they'll just start punching the air. They'll fucking let go. Sorry, their, their, they'll let go of their dick and start punching the air. Fucking assholes. 
That would have been a good way to get him. Dude, I got to watch out for my mental health right here. I don't need this shit. These dudes are fucking savages, dude. And I know I, some of the comments, I'm like, well, let me put my head back down because I don't want to read them no more. <laughs> no, and I always advise it's people. Okay. You know, so a lot of time people are like, what the fuck are they talking about? And I'm like, bro, there are a girl. They, they ain't talking about you. They have their own conversations in there, you know. They have their own conversations. They talking shit. And it's just, a, it's, yeah, and they know each other from different live chats. What? <laughs> What's up, fucking, uh, uh, what's up, shorty? What's up, so-and-so, this, that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they know each other, you know what I mean? You know, and so they, they have their own conversations while we're having a conversation right here. Or sometimes they just talk shit, and it's fun to talk shit <laughs> online, because I do it too. Yeah. Like, I will troll some shit sometimes, you know? <laughs> and and, and I've, gotten, I've gotten some famous people's attention on some shit that I said. They read in there. I was like, it fucking, you know it's good if you got them commenting back, you know? Well, I came in talking shit. You did. You did. <laughs> and I was like, she is perfect for this place. <laughs> Welcome to Hoodstocks. Yeah. And it's, it's good. I, I mean, the, the females or a lot of the homegirls that I always had, they were just like, they enjoyed hearing me talk shit or they talk shit with me. It was yeah. one or the other, you know? And and you got to love the homegirls when they can fucking just run up with the fellas, you know what I mean? Or sometimes you got to run up with the homegirls because she's just off the motherfucking hook, you know? But, yeah, you came in you came in hot, girl. You came in hot, you know? And and I, and I respect that and I appreciate that, you know? And, and, I, and what, would, what else, what other way would you think of someone coming in of a, a beautiful female that drives a fucking Harley Road King, right? Yeah. You know, shit, you know? I, I wasn't expecting nothing else but this shit. <laughs> well, everybody always sees, like, oh, this white girl, and she's probably, you know, just whatever. And that's what I always think in my head. So I'm, like, try to show that I have different personalities. And Good you, ones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <Good> absolutely. <laughs> and you always say that you were saying uh, previous before that we got into this little convo, um, that you always feel like just shit is happening. Do you feel like you have a black cloud, black cloud over your head? Um, yeah. A lot of people say um, the the devil kind of attacks the like kind of like the vulnerable people. Yeah, that and like like the most protected. They're trying to get. He's trying to get to you. He's trying to get to you. And I feel like he already had me when I was so low. So he didn't want to let me go. And I still feel like he's still like a toxic ex, you know, trying to bring you back and trying to get you back. So I feel like the devil's like constantly still trying to mess with me um, to get me back to to that world. Because that, even that tweaker life, that's like a, a demonic world, honestly. Is this still around you at all? Not me, no, no, not yeah. So you should have that energy out of your life then. But I get what you're saying. I still, I, I still get what you're saying. Like, I, I can see myself being the devil knocking at my door if I had individuals like that in my life where I was somewhat connected to, you know, which I don't. I don't at all, you know. I don't, no how, no way. Dude, if you want fucking tweak, are you tweaking out? Like, you guys get the fuck away from me, you know, because I loved that drug at one point in my life, and it made everything go away, and it made me feel numb just like you, you know. It made all the pain go away, and it made me feel important, and it made me feel like I should feel, you know, You're powerful, invincible. Yeah, invincible, yeah. <laughs> you were. And, and I jumped walls so much better on meth than yeah. being sober. I'm just saying, like it, it really, uh, it, it turned me into just a fucking, uh, you know, a super fuck, athlete. I felt like I was a super athlete on that shit, dog. <laughs> I mean, you come to my spot when I'm on meth, and I'm doing push-ups. You know what I mean? Like I was that dude, you know. Uh, 
I'm just, you know, just, I don't know. I was still trying to bust out the fucking prison fucking rutina, you know what I mean? All fucking tweaked out and shit, you know? And then you get skinny and you're like, damn, cut the fuck up, dog. You know what I mean? You know, your body's cut up and then you see your cheekbones and they're motherfucking like, ah, you know what I mean? And fucking, I don't know. The eyes, the eyes say everything. You can tell when a what yeah. you could look at a motherfucker's eyes, you'd be like, "Fool, yeah, you on yeah. something." Yeah, keep your glasses on. Yeah, glasses, man. <laughs> glasses, man. They're the fucking. They be be hiding motherfuckers out sometimes. So that's so Arizona. Who do you have in Arizona? Uh, it was a cousin of mine. Um, her name is Lorena. So yeah, she helped me a lot. She she really really helped me. She took you in at she a bad took time me in your in. life. Yep. Mm-hmm. She did, so um, she took care of me, and then I, I was out there for a year. So I did good, and I was working out and doing things the right way with losing weight and stuff. You yeah. Because I knew I was going to gain it all. And yeah, right away, right when you stop, same thing. When you stop working out, it's the same thing. So um, I tried to keep myself positively busy out there in another way. And it was easier because Arizona's slow-mo compared to L.A., you know, I know a lot of people are moving out there now, but back then it was, there was nothing. Like one bar every hundred miles. <laughs> it was, just, yeah, there was no way you could even have a real good time. And it was, yeah, it was, you'd rather do good and figure something out than try to even party out there. There was nothing. I mean, it, it sounds, it sounds, it sounds right. It sounds apl- ap- applicable. In, in regards to trying to get sober, right? Put someone in the middle of fucking nowhere with not too much access to, you know, bars, clubs, people, hoods, this, that. You know I mean? It, it's not, it makes sense, you know? It, but it takes, uh, there's probably a lot of people that get put in those situations and they end up fucking AWOL in that shit. They're like, fuck this shit, I need to get back to I the city. Back, but, yeah. it, but, it, but it takes a strong-willed person that someone really wants to change to say, you know what, I'm going to stay put and I'm going to make some changes in my life and you did that girl so congratulations on that thank you congratulations on that because it's hard it's hard and you got it yeah give her a round of applause everybody absolutely man she deserved that shit you know you. you deserve that shit you saved your motherfucking life you looked out for number one and that's you girl and sometimes you got to do that you got to look out check it out when you're on an airplane the airplane, I've said this before, but the airplane instructs you before you fucking, if, if something's going bad in an airplane and the fucking, uh, those, those breathing masks pop down, they said, parents, you take it first. You take it first. Because if you give it to your kid first, I mean, how are you going to like potentially, you know, you're in a plane, you know what I mean? How are you going to save your kid? How are you going to save something? You got to, you know, and so you, and, and so I'm just using it in the sense of you were willing to save yourself when nobody else was willing to do that. Is that is that safe to say? Yes. Besides your 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 cousin, you said. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And shout out to her. How's she doing? She's doing good. She's. Uh, I sent her. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be 40 this year. Woo! <laughs> damn, girl. Shit. <laughs> say bye to the dirty 30s and the horny 40s. <laughs> so I just sent her my invite. So she's like, I'll be there. Um, yeah. Congratulations, man. 40, man. That's a big age right there. That's a great age. I mean, I'm in my 40s, and it's been it's been very good years for me because I didn't start reevaluating and making changes till like 37. You know, 
um, yeah, that's, that's my <laughs> dumb ass. <laughs> they're like, mm, you a real fucker. But there's still dudes that there's still dudes that ain't done that shit. You know what I mean? So they look at me like, damn, bro, you did that shit when you were young, dog. I'm 53 years old, dog. You know what I mean? Um, and just it's unfortunate, but well, some know. of my family kind of still looks at me like I'm a little fuck up because like you're 35 joining a motorcycle club and getting a bike and um hanging around all these you know different clubs and one percenters and stuff they're like what are you doing you know so, yeah like you're going backwards or something? like i'm going backwards but i'm like man i've come so far i don't even see it like that but i mean everybody has you know uh, their opinion or their perspective of it um like you just said, you know, I say myself, but like sometimes I think like I don't even care about myself. Like I get a lot of people who say um, they're inspired by certain things that I've done as a businesswoman and the way I've changed my life. This is like really probably my first time opening up. It is my first time really opening up about a lot of this stuff. I'm sure none of my friends here even knew any of this. And um, a lot of people probably watching this as well that are my friends um, didn't know this. So um sometimes your story will help someone else and that's what i always feel like i'm still here for to be able to help and inspire other people i think i feel like i'm kind of like the bottom of my list of myself i'm more like here for others why 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 would you and that's that's cool to be there for others but i mean why would you still feel like you're, you're still down on something something is still affecting you you haven't you uh, you haven't been able to release certain things that make you still feel this way. I mean, if you can step outside of yourself and evaluate yourself, I mean, what would be your take on yourself? I'm a great businesswoman. <laughs> I have yeah, a big heart. But but in regards to just like putting people before yourself, I mean, I know people are like that, and it's not a bad thing. You know, but you're saying, is it a bad, the way you said it, I took it like it was a bad thing. Like you're putting yourself in the bottom list and you're putting everyone else first. I mean, is that facts or is that? Well, that's how I've always been. Like, that's what keeps me going. Okay. Okay. That's what keeps me it makes going. you feel good doing that. It makes that. me feel good. Okay, there we that's go. What, that's what gives me, like, I feel like I, I want to keep going. Like, seeing people say that or tell me those positive things because sometimes, again, family and stuff, they don't say the most positive things. So when you hear total strangers telling you that you're helping them change their life or something you said um, was inspirational, you know, it makes you feel like that high. It gives you that high, honestly. Um, so that's that. Well, that's just me. You know, sometimes family, <laughs> sometimes family is just like really not on your side. Yeah. Like they want to tell you they want to point out all the bad things you're doing before they point out the good things. Right. And sometimes you can take that as like, all right, some type of constructive criticism they worry about. But then you look at the person, you think about what's going on in their life. And it's like, uh, you know, maybe you shouldn't be giving me advice. You should be taking some of your advice. But regardless of it, I mean, sometimes a total stranger will be the first ones to give you your flowers before a fucking family member. Why is For that sure. like that? Is that is that real across the board? Yeah. Or is that just That's in my family real. and your family and, you know, maybe... That's just real, huh? That's, that's real. real that's, across the board, yeah. that's across the board, huh? Yeah. yeah. Rick, you've always taken care of your family, though, bro. Try. You know, it ain't easy. For sure, it ain't easy, but, you know, we got to do what we got to do at times. Was was when you were doing your thing, you know what I mean, was it uh, this dude legend from my hood straight up, you know what I mean? Shit, 
Uh, this dude's got a crazy ass fucking history. Um, when you were doing your thing and shit, bro, and the way you looked out for everybody, it was never, you knew you had to take care of yourself first, right? Because of just the way you were brought up. Is that safe to say? Well, I mean, if you ain't looking out for yourself, how are you going to be able to help the people that you're trying to help? Yeah, for so sure. So if you ain't doing for you, it's going to be hard to help somebody else. But we always, um, like a lot of people have kind hearts, man, and, and they go and they think about everybody. But at the same time, we got to think about ourselves because if we're not thinking about us, how are we going to be able to help the people that we care about? You know what I mean? Yeah, like you're not gonna you're not gonna finish the race, right? Well, you know? I mean, if 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 you ain't got nothing to help nobody out with, you ain't gonna be able to. Um, if you can't help yourself, you ain't gonna be able to help nobody else out. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You know bro. what I mean? Straight up. Yeah. So it's just like that, you know. But so you got you got a kind heart, bro. You got a kind heart that you ever looked out for everyone else around you. But at the end of the day, you knew you had to take care of yourself first in order to be able to put that forward. And then when you were able to do that, you had no problem doing that at all, you know? Well, I mean, it's like that, you know? I mean, you're not always going to get the same um, love back from everybody or, or something like that. And sometimes you're going to get love from people you never expected. Yeah. It's going to come from somewhere else. You're going to be like, damn, I didn't even fuck with this dude like that or this girl like that. And they're showing me love. And I've been trying to show love over this way. And they, they ain't even tripping. Like, they're not even giving me that kind of shit back, you know? So sometimes it's it's a lot of places you... Like, look, today I got a flat. I got a flat on the on the way over here in the freeway, right? I pulled off the freeway. I jumped out. I'm like, damn, I got a flat. ain't got no spare. Like, what the fuck? Pulled into some... I was on the side of the road. Some dude came out. He's like, hey, everybody's scared to come over here because you're tatted up. But you need some help? I'm like, hell yeah, I need some help. Like, what's <laughs> up? So they changed my shit. They changed flat tire, all that shit for free. I'm like, you guys don't want no money? They're like, nah, we're good, man. Sometimes you got to help people out. And that was some cool shit. You know what I mean? I'm telling you. Tell I'm telling you, baby. I love that. I love that. I did that one time when I had taken a CPR uh, class for my union. I had just taken the CPR class. And I felt like God was testing me, right? You believe in God? Yes, I do. Okay. I felt like God was testing me because I'd taken the CPR class a week before that where they, you, you give mouth-to-mouth on a mannequin, you do the fucking pumps and all that shit. And um, there was this girl on the side of the freeway waving at me. Hey, somebody help me. Somebody help <laughs> me. And there's a chick laying on the fucking floor on the side of the freeway. And I'm like, God, I got somewhere to be right now, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> You know, and then I just, I had it somewhere to be, right? And I was just like, fuck, and I cut across all this shit. My truck and shit, jumped off, ready to perform some CPR. Oh, you were right? trying to Mac. Huh? You were trying to Mac. Nah, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. I ain't trying to kiss on no dead chick, homie. I do none of that ne- necrophiliac shit, homie. Um, and, and I got lucky, though, because a, a fireman was like, off the off the exit, I don't know where the fuck this dude came from, but he came running from the fucking off ramp, and he goes, "I got this." Everybody stand back, cause there was legit people that that like myself that pulled up, and they were like, "How can we help?" You know, mm-hmm. and I happened to be the only one CPR certified at the time, I think, you know, cause I was ready to go into action, uh, cause I felt like God was testing me, 
But luckily this firefighter came and he had more skills than I did. Like he's a firefighter. Shout out to the firefighters, man. This motherfucker was a bad motherfucker, straight up. Um, and he came and he did all the right things, you know, put him on, put her on her side, you know, check the pulse. I was just gonna go in for the Mac. You know what I mean? <laughs> I was I see someone a girl laying down there, I was going in, dog. Like I, but this this dude knew the steps. You know, he knew the steps. Put him on the side. Bop, 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 this, that. Bop, bop, bop. Make sure there's nothing lodged in the throat. Like, this dude was legit. He's a firefighter, right? And uh, thank God he came through because he was a lot more qualified than I was, right? And uh, I was able to go on my way. But um, anyways, yeah, you got to do, do good things for people and shit. Um, so back to you, Kat. Sorry about this. We're just having a casual conversation. <laughs> I got a flat two yesterday. <laughs> for real. And tell them what you did. And you know what's funny is uh, I was going, I was on my way to do a, fo- a photo shoot with a photographer. And I told him like 10 minutes away, but I just got a flat. So he's like, I'll be back down there to pick you up. I'm like, okay. He picked me up. I went and did the photo shoot in the um, little area, hiking trail or whatever. Brought me back down. He goes, do you know if you have T-Mobile, you get free AAA for a year? Yep, what? I posted that today. You know how many people got that on their plans? Yeah, Everybody's mobile. checking their phone right now. Yeah. yeah, and I went, I checked, and I did, and I called AAA because I didn't have it. And yeah. I, they picked up my car in the morning. Um, yeah, so if you have tri- uh, two more, we were get your free AAA yeah, for the year. What? <laughs> yeah, so I was all like, well, this sucks. But then I'm like, man, if I break down four times this year, I'm covered. So kind of worked right? out, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Sometimes a lot of stuff happens in, um, you know, so blessing you don't know in why. <laughs> yeah, real. you don't know why. It's like, and it's little small things like that, but it's like, man, it's actually going to help me a lot throughout the year. Yeah. <laughs> or someone else if one of the friends call and say, hey, I need something. You well, know. nobody knew that for sure. We didn't, at least I didn't know that. I, I didn't, didn't know, know it either until he told me. For yeah. two years already. Yeah, so, yeah, check yeah. it. Yeah, you get it for a year. So as soon as you call and they'll activate it and then you get one year. Shit, yeah. Boost Mobile gives you twenty dollars in EBT a year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shout out to Boost Mobile. Shout out to Boost Mobile, baby. Right, what is the other one that next to Boost, bro? Um, cricket. cricket. Okay, so you went from wine to. You don't drink. I don't. But we, what is that? Oh, this is a, a Michi, and this is a, our sponsor. One of our sponsors right here. This is a cup. I got some beer in it. Okay. Shout out to Mari, Mari Wana. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a right. CBD infused uh, Michelada cup. Yeah, it's dope. But yeah, I went to that to that. I originally was gonna have this, and then I seen our security guard getting drunk again. You know what I mean, you know, he's security. Wait, I couldn't. What happened? He, he took his vest off. He's talking about Pornhub. Look at he's got a look at he's got, he's got a strap hey, on his thigh. This he got hot when we started talking about Pornhub. Yeah, we started talking <laughs> about like those pop ups. He took a shit. Look at you are sweating, bro. It is hot in here. Bro, it's not hot in here. I it's think you might freezing. be a little hot about Bro, it. He made me text George. He's like, hey, hey tell him to turn it on. I'm t- like, it's freaking freezing. I <laughs> Don't touch your breast again like that, bro. That's the reason why he took his vest off. <laughs> Boy, he's riled up. He's got, a, he's got an undercover chubby right now. He's like, don't you do it. They're looking at me right now. You know when you're talking to your dick and you're saying, don't do it, dog. Come on, bro. I got sweats on. I'm in the supermarket, bro. You know, sometimes we talk to our fucking genitals. It's genitals. No, genitalia. Genitalia. Thank you. You know, you got to be like, dog, not right now. We talk too. 
Do you talk to your yeah, cat? Like, you're not gonna do it to me. You're gonna be good at this game. And that motherfucker shit's like. <laughs> 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 When you hear a purrs, you know that's the one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, bad kitty. <laughs> oh shit, man. While I'm looking at the cats up there. <laughs> oh, look at that. Hey, we got some kitty cats right here. That's me right there. My underwear off. See that? <laughs> <laughs> they thought it was an elephant. It's not an elephant. It's my midsection. Everybody got tusks down there. Um, you're cool. You're fun. You're chill. So you don't drink beer. And how's it? How's it like being a part of these fucking wild animals? Shout out to my boy from the my boys from the Highland Park Mongols. I love you, motherfuckers. I'm gonna give a quick shout out to my boys right there. They come through for me anytime. We are family, and I love them dudes right there. We do a lot of shit together. I super respect the Highland Park. Yeah, chapter. those are my boys right there. Mm -hmm. they're, they're actually family related to family, family, you know, hood family, which is family, right? But anyways, um, when you're around these wild animals, because I party with them, and I'm like, these motherfuckers, you know, hey, shit, I ain't going home tonight, you know? <laughs> you know, they, 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 we have too much fun, you know? Uh, and it's always a great environment with them. But when you're partnering with these guys, these wild animals, like, you know, like, what, what is, like, you don't drink. Like, what the fuck, you know? No, so um, I'm going to be sober from alcohol next, on Tuesday for one year. It's been one year. Okay. So. Why um, did you do that? I got in trouble. <laughs> you got a DUI? No, I got in trouble with my club. Just, just a lot of different things because I was. When I drink, I drink. Getting drunk, whipping blackout. your tits out. <laughs> a lot. Blackout? So, oh, you're doing the blackout? Yeah, I do the blackouts. Oh, that's a... So I was doing a lot of drinking with all of, you know, the clubs and just... I was partying. But then I, I got into trouble and then was like, you know, I'm going to focus on uh, my business. And uh, one of the guys that he's a business owner was like, Kat, you know, if you really want to get your business going you need to like chill you know you already did it for years i've been around the mc world and partying and going to everything and you know drinking and whatever and i need to chill so um that was part of it yeah. you had to correct yourself i had to correct myself especially yeah. when you're 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 trying to be uh taken serious um as a businesswoman yeah and yeah. then you're and then you're around these clubs right and these this world right the the, the biker world you know which is fucking huge in the city, right? Man, you know, I love when I see them fools flying down the freeway. I mean, that shit is that shit is hard. I'm like, damn, I need to get one. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I love it, you know, and I can see why it, it is so therapeutic for yourself, right? You said it was therapeutic for yourself, and I'm sure it is for all those guys, too, you know, just being that fucking open freeway, just fucking thumping down the motherfucking road, you know? That shit's got to feel amazing, you know? Um but I, I get it that you had probably had to correct yourself because it's still a small world. For and sure. if you're blacking out and you cats acting a fool and you want longevity with respect. With respect, exactly. With respect in this game, then yeah. And you, so you, yeah, the alcohol makes me act a fucking fool, you know? And so you, you were woman enough to, to not only change, correct that. Congratulations on a year sober. Not only change that, but, um, but still being the fucking in the circle. 
Yes. Still be in the circle and still be able to maintain because everybody, come on, it's got to be like ninety eight percent people in that in that 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 style that lifestyle. They they drink and they, they drink. have fun, yeah, right? They have fun for sure. It's a party party uh, party seat for sure. But sometimes you get to a point sometimes where you're just like, I did all this, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So now it's like you you start thinking about your future. I'm gonna be forty. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, man, you know, I I need to have a future. I mean, you know, partying cause is only going to take you so far. So it it was good, though, because everybody's like, did you feel like you wasted your life? No, because I got to network. I got to meet people. I got to talk to them. I, we got to get drunk together. We got to enjoy uh, conversations and and uh, learn about each other through alcohol. So. And sometimes you really get to know somebody over some alcohol because yeah. it loosens them up and yeah, they open talk up more. freely. For sure. Yeah, be at the bar and have a drink, you know. Yeah, you totally get to meet other people on another level when you drink it. So, so you've been, uh, so you started your brand. I mean, what made you start the brand? I mean, I think we talked about a little bit. You've seen a lot of females. I mean, where is it now? Let me ask you a different question. I think you talked about that. But where is it? Where is it now? Are you? Is it? Is it lucrative? I mean, are you seeing the residuals coming in? Is it still a tough business? Are you working harder than what's coming in? Like, how is it going for you right now? I am working harder than what's coming in because I'm kind of like a one-person show, so I'm doing everything. And when I'm having people tell me, you know, come to my event, come host this, come be on the podcast, come, you know, I'm not sitting at home focusing on you know sales and and getting it going. I have a storefront. You know, so I'm not there. Oh, you do have a storefront? I do have a storefront in uh, in uh, um, City of Industry next door to Paradise. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Look at him. He's like, here's another one. <laughs> Let me take a picture. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like that old motel like, setup. <laughs> Let me get that picture. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> City of Industry, Paradise. Look that up, everybody. You know, and go stop next door and holler at cat. Yeah. yeah they're like, Are, do you work next door? They probably see you. Uh, you're like, do you work next door? You know all the girls that work right there? Well, I guess where my spot is, it used to be like a underground um, masseuse. <sighs> I love those spots. So <laughs> when I first opened up and I had my workout, you know, cleaning and everything, the guys were walking, you're open again? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, yeah, you got a hot towel. <laughs> no, that was before. <laughs> yeah. I said I love those spots, but I hear about those spots so much that I love Fire. them. Um, <laughs> tell but, us the story, but, but I, no, I've, yeah, dude, I've, got, the I've gotten them before, and then I was just like, because you always hear about the spots that give the happy endings and shit, yeah, and like you know, so I've been to a couple of them, and then they, they get real up into your crotch area. This little Asian chick was all up in my crotch area, and she was like massaging, like right by my balls and shit, you know, and she was just like, and I was like, oh shit, is this gonna happen right now? <laughs> You know, and I'm looking at her, I'm like, I don't think I want this shit to happen, though. You know, she's looking like kind of crazy, you know what I mean? You know, she looking like Mr. Miyagi and shit, dog, but she a chick, you know. Um, and uh, but anyways, it's just uh, I guess it's just a, a stereotype the massage parlors have, you know. Yeah, I've had actually a, a massage guy do the same thing, and he's like super close to a lot of stuff. And my girl's a massage girl, and I go, "Was he supposed to be doing this like around here and stuff?" She's like, "No, cat." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> didn't go back." Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't come to my massage parlor, then, girl. <laughs> <laughs> 
this is just for me right now, girl. Don't worry. <laughs> We're gonna get to the next position. I was I was on. There's a TikTok. Uh, I was looking at it, and it always pops up on my feed and shit when I when I look at that TikTok. And it's a black dude that massages females. I don't know if any of you guys have seen it. I've seen it. It's a black dude that massages females, and these females are like oh it, they're badass looking broads, yeah. g strings. I have like, seen that. Yeah, yes. and this dude, and he's all up. He's, this dude got yeah. her like this, mm -hmm. and he's just like. And I said, mm -hmm. God, is this real? <laughs> I mean, are they just like are they shooting that shit? I saw that. Yeah. Oh, does he? Twitter? Yeah, they're OnlyFans? Yeah, I figured. Oh, uh, makes sense. Oh. And they, so it's a, it's a real thing that these girls pay for? I believe so, yeah. Damn. Wow. Ladies? <laughs> Look at her right there. She's all crossing her legs, getting all weird right now. Oh, shit. Ju ju juices, juices are starting to flow. Tattoos are starting to drip off her legs. Those are nice tats, girl. I like that. That shit looks hard, man. That looks stupid hard. I love it. I like the artwork. I love tattoo on a female. Um, let's take some phone calls. Okay. So you guys want to? You guys want to take some? Uh, let's do some phone calls. Let's see if anybody calls in. Um, let's take a quick break, Casey, and uh, we'll come back with some phone calls. Hey, Lucky. 
Yo, what up, doggy? We back, we back, we back. Uh, we You live right here. What up, my G? Talk to me. Hey, what's up, Lucky? I just want to say shout out from the Bay Area, Fremont. Yeah, baby. And shout out to uh, Crazy Cat. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. And yeah, so I love your show, man. And keep it up. Thank you, brother. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yeah, what did you think about that transgender that we were going to have? You glad, you got, glad we had Crazy Cat instead or what? Oh, uh, I wanted the training, man. That's good, dog. And I respect the Goonies, dog, and the the, the people that uh, that uh, support this channel. So, you know, I think I made the right decision. We made the right decision all together, right? Yep. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. All right. Next phone call. You're on Hoodstock. Talk to us. Turn the volume down on the background. You hung up. You couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe he was on. Yeah. He said, You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. What's up? Just want to say, fuck you, love G. I love you too, baby. I'm calling that Oceanside, you know, just want to show some love and shit, but man, it's crazy. I'm sorry, dog. It's just fucking It's crazy. You say that again, bro. You were drowned in on the phone. The line was kind of cutting off. Say that again. It was crazy. What? It's crazy. Just a story and shit. And it means. There's people out there, you know what I mean, that, that are still struggling with that fucking habit and shit. Ooh. You know, but it's, it's crazy, dog. Just want to give you props, you know, for what you. you're doing with the community, the Goonies and everything, you know. Thank Mad you, props. Appreciate you, brother. Shout out to Oceanside. Yeah, SD in the casa, baby. Thank you, bro. That's right. You guys have a good night. You too. Thank you. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Yo, what's good, love? It's uh, right here out of the southeast side of the Lowe's. Just want to, you know what I mean, salute you for, uh, you know what I mean, keep uh, for keep shooting out them, you know, those those good podcasts, bro. You like this one right here? It's a good podcast. Yeah, yeah, that, that one's good. Yeah, I mean, just like the, like the others, you know what I mean? It's, it's always it's always something different, whether it's from the males or the females, you know what I mean? But like, I mean, we all got similar stories, you know what I mean? But some of them have, you know, a solid solid impact, and then some of them have, you know what I mean? You're a little bit more, but I mean, you're always you're always shooting, you know what I mean? That that, that that good material. We need more females in the podcast, don't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, they, I mean, just like them. You know what I mean, they, 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 they tough like they, they tougher than some of some of these fools out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they've been but, tough, uh, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're the back, women. It. Women are the backbone of the streets, bro. Of oh, the streets, yeah, exactly that. Yeah, because the... sometimes us, yeah, sometimes us as males, when, when we come up weak, you know what I mean? Where do we go? You know what I mean? We gotta, we gotta shoot off the block and and go back home. You know what I mean? To to fucking re up on, on our mind and and get our shit straight. You know what I mean? And that's like our motivation and shit. Yeah, hundred percent, bro. Shout out to all the women on the streets. You know what I mean, and the ones that are getting out of the streets, and the you know, it's just all the above. You know what I mean? Hey, yeah, yeah. women make this world go round, baby. Go That's just exactly the that line. Yeah, yeah. If we didn't have, if yeah. there was, if there was no women, there would be no motivation for the straight gender, right? Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. That. And so I had to throw that out there because yeah, there, yeah. there might right, be other yeah. people that are listening and be like, no, you know. Yeah, I yeah, just but want yeah, a bunch yeah, of never, dudes. never mind it. Yeah, they're narrow-minded, narrow-minded motherfuckers, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, like so you, you know, keep pushing, keep pushing that, that 100 shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, brother. Thank you, dog. Appreciate right, you, yeah, Ashton Kutcher, bro. All right, Ashton Kutcher, East Lowe's. Yes, sir. Did you say Ashton Kutcher? That's what it's... <laughs> <laughs> he sounded like... Hold on. He said something about his ass in, East, in South East Lowe's or something. Ashton Kutcher. It sounded like he said Ashton Kutcher. I don't Ashton think he Kutcher said that, though. We did, it was just, he said it quick, and it sounded funky, but shout out to that dude. That fool's got fucking only a couple minutes. He had to talk fast. Hey, you're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Yo, what's up, Lucky? What up, baby? Hey, uh, I just want to say 
first and foremost, congratulations, bro. Becoming a journeyman. I seen on your Instagram that you passed your test. Passed it, bro. It took me three times to do that shit, dog. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I'm a big fan of hood stocks and uh I was just wondering when you guys gonna have another spread, bro. We need to do that back, huh? We need yeah. to we need to run that back. Maybe we'll invite Cat. I seen Young V's Kat. and I seen um the other oh I forgot the whole other food I did, the holiday years in the feds. But yeah, oh, man, yeah, I yeah, watch yeah. that shit. That's you a- guys fucking pull out the crackers and fucking mix it up and fucking talk shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> That shit is gonna do that again. This shit is fun, bro. But just the aftermath of eating all that shit is just not fun, bro. <laughs> fucking eating that spread, bro. After you've been in the real world, bro, that shit don't fucking like do you right, bro. It just blocks up your system, dog. You know what I mean? Especially if you're in your forties, you know. It just don't it don't flow right, you know. It's just like, and then you when you finally, I'm not gonna get into details, but anyway. make a gourmet one. <laughs> We need to do one, though. I was thinking it. I was thinking it. Hey, Maji, I love you. Thank you. What do you got to say to Kat on the way out? Um, Shout out to her. You know, make it home safe. And, uh, you know, thank you for blessing the platform for all of us. We got some gentlemen around this bitch. Love you, Mama G. Thank you. Right? Wow. I'm all nervous. I'm I was, like, yeah, oh, I know. Nice. Thought he was going to hit it with the. Nah, you know what? These dudes, man. You know what? I love these dudes because they call up. And they they tell it how it is. It's either love or it's just like, you know what I mean? Like, I've gotten everything right here. So I'm prepared for any type of phone call. And and, and I listen to them. If they got to talk shit, sometimes they go, hey, Lucky, I got to tell you something. And you're probably going to hang up on me, but you know, and not let me finish. I don't hang you're up like, on them. like, let me turn the volume up. Yeah, I turn that shit up. And yeah. I'll be like... I hear the dude all the way out. I've heard dudes be like, Lucky, you ain't nothing but a little bitch. If I was right there or this or that or blah, blah, blah. And I'll let him finish. I'll let him finish. And I'll be like, well, first of all, big dog, if you were in front of me right now, you know what I mean? I'm going to call in next week. I'm going to call in next week. Hey, this is the transgender that you let on the podcast. I'd be like, cat, I know that's you. <laughs> it's 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 interesting when uh, you have a transgender and you're talking to a transgender on the phone. How many times have I talked to a transgender on the phone? One fucking time, you motherfuckers. Well, one one that was transitioning from that to that, right? The the, the avatar thing. Um, but it's funny because they really trying to correct their voice, and you can hear them trying to correct. Let's get this phone call. But it just, and that's the first thing that catches my mind. They're trying to sound like a, a female. I think they hung up. Yeah, they're trying to sound like a female. Hello? Yeah? <laughs> you know what I mean? Does that sound like a chick? Is no, that it doesn't. Yours? Is that your voice? That's my transgender trans- voice. <laughs> Let's hear it. Yeah. Hi, Casey. I just got a new set of tits. I still got my dick. Casey said, I remember that voice. <laughs> Well, that's great. You'll be coming on Hoodstocks on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why he is not in charge of booking guests. That's all he's got to hear. Cat, that's all he's got to hear. I think that's all our voices when a guy calls us a good one, huh? Our voice changes, too. So more girly. Yeah. Right, ladies? How are you with relationships? Oh, God. <laughs> we didn't discuss talking. <laughs> Are you fucking toxic? <laughs> How toxic are you? Do you drive a Nissan Altima? <laughs> no, I don't drive a Nissan. 
Can you fill up your Harley gas tank with your toxicity? <laughs> this, well, I have, I'm single and 40, so <laughs> there's yeah. some shit there. The single and 40 highness are crazy. <laughs> they are amazing at sex. Let me say this. You know what I mean? But other than that, it's like, hell no. I hey. met him, the little unicorn with no kids. So 40, no kids, and single. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to this 40 single <laughs> MILF. No, not a MILF. She's not a MILF. She doesn't got no kids. Yeah, you're not. What's up, What up, baby? Hey, man, I, I I got a question to see. I don't even know if it's a question, but I'm going to ask it. Fuck it. Because, like, I, um, I was talking to my pops this whole, um, recently about this whole, you know, transsexual and all this bullshit going on, right? And my question is, like, he, he just fucking threw me off with this shit. He's like, how come um, the, the gay fools act hella gay, you know what I'm saying? Like, they just like, oh my God, you know, they all up on you and shit, right? Extras. Yeah. You don't see a female or a a regular, I guess, gay person doing that shit, but why is it that the guys always tend to go to the extra mile where it's like, oh, here, let me touch you type of shit. Like, why why do you think that that shit is? I don't know. Is there any gay men in here that can speak on that? Casey? Nobody? No? I would think this is a question for Casey. Santiago? Casey. No. <laughs> That's a no. question for Casey. Blow up dog, blow up dog in the corner sir. with the legs sticking up. Pull that blow up dog real quick. Bring him over here. Hold on, dog. I got the perfect que- person to ask you this question right now, bro. Take it over there. <laughs> Give it to the fool. Side by side. Is that a guy? That's a guy? It's Casey. Oh, it's Casey. Oh, shit. <laughs> Ask the question again, bro. No, no. I was asking, like, how is it that, like, when gay guys want to act hella gay, like, they, they just be all up on your shit, bro. Like, they like, oh, doody, 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 you know? Where but, like, do you, well, first of all, bro, where are you at that gay guys are all up on your shit, though? No, I, I'm saying, like, oh, I'm saying, like, they're, they're fucking lucky, I swear. <laughs> no, I get it, bro. I get what you're saying. I'm not trying to do you like that, bro, live on a phone call, even like, though you opened the door for me to do that, dog. But, but like, you know, they're very flamboyant, and they're you know, extras. Okay, like, this will just be doing the most, right? And you're just like, oh, okay, cool. But, like, when you when you find a regular gay crit, like, how is it that, like, the, the gay fool is, like, hella gay, but then when you, like, talk to a regular crit, like, I don't know, man. I, I just feel like they'd be doing the most with Well, that. let's look at it like this, and I hate to use this analogy, but let's look at it. There's some gangsters, bro, that act very casual, bro. And then you got some dudes that are acting like a super cholo, bro. So I guess it's just the it's just the dynamics across. You know, I mean people have different personalities and and some people wanna highlight who the fuck they are and what they're about, you know? And so that can potentially make them loud. And in this case it will make them very flamboyant, right? So, I get it, bro. It's just different strokes, different folks, different personalities. Like, look at me, dog. You know what I mean? I'm not flamboyant, but I'll be over the top sometimes on some shit. But this is just my personality across the board, dog. This is who I am, bro. In prison, in behind closed doors, you know. This is my personality, you know. Now, it, yeah, it's just what it is. That's all I got to say, dog. <laughs> See you later, dog. <laughs> get out of here. Next phone call. My bad. Member for 10 months. Hey, Oscar, baby, I love you. Damn, that doll. Mm, look at that homie just put that emoji. You get those emojis? You like, see that green right there with the tongue hanging yeah. down, the eyes about to pop out? You are a beautiful girl. Like, what do you do with yourself? You know what I mean? Besides fucking have bad relationships with dudes. 
Why do the crazy looking <clears throat> cat ones, you know, always they're just like, man, they a problem. Like, do do dudes try to settle you down? Yes, yes, for sure. And you don't want that. No, yeah, I do. It's just I haven't met the right one. What is the right one? Let's see. What would be a, the 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 perfect world right dude that you think? But sometimes when girls get this right dude, and now you got the right dude, it still ain't good enough. Now you, it's not the right. Well, that's 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 true too. Because like of how much stuff I've been through, it's really hard to have a connection with a guy that is uh, interesting to me. I guess you would say I get bored very easily. Um, and a lot of guys just don't have their shit together. Like, it's just all bad out there right now. Right, girls? Like, yes. they just don't hey. have their shit together. Like, partying is their number one thing, or they don't know how to use their finances. But listen, listen. Cat, let me tell you this right now. They don't know how to romance a woman. Like, that, How do you roll up romance a woman? But I want to, let me say this. Let old me, school. What happened to the old school? This new generation shit is horrible. It is all bad out here. There's no. They send roses in the DM. Bad. Yeah, it's all DMs. But 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 so so you said there's this new no, generation, but you're 40 years you old. So are you me, looking at the? Are you are you trying to rob the cradle or something? What's cracking? No, with I like. It? I like no, these dudes are just navigating the internet environment. Yeah, but even the older generation has went into the younger generation and started doing the same shit that they do, and doing the DMs. They don't call you; they text you. It's just so. I'm just not into that. Oh, I, want, I, I need a man to call me to set shit up, to do all of that, not, you know, man. What if I, met, what if I introduce you to a dude like this? Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is, you want, you like, you want romance, right? <laughs> this is for the sound of East LA. What are you saying to you what like this? What can I do? <laughs> I will say that every woman loves a man who can sing to her. Can so. that dude sing? <laughs> does, he, does he got skills? A little bit? A little bit, yeah. A little bit? A little bit, yeah. What would he pull up but on it, you it when he started singing funny. to you? That's like funny romance. Like p Girls would actually probably fall for that because it would just be like super cute funny. Yeah. 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 That he did that, you know? Would, would they, you think, you think he needs to know how to sing. Do you music. think he'd be able to hit the first night? Someone else? Yeah, that's yeah. you. Of course I'm not talking about you. <laughs> Did I just try to set you up? <laughs> Did I try to set you up, Kat? I apologize. Shame on me. I guess there's one less gentleman in this room. Um, now we're at zero. What's that? Listen, now we're at zero. You negated the one gentleman we had. <laughs> the one gentleman. No, Rick. You're a gentleman too, bro. Stop it, dog. Casey I have a trans is question, actually. Do I call in? You have a trans yeah. question? Do you believe that those kind of um, transsexuals are born that way? Do you believe that they're actually, when they say they're born that way? Have you guys ever seen someone younger that... Gay? Yeah. Gay or... Uh, yeah, gay. You know what? There's hard... I'm gonna, Rick, I, Rick's got to... I know Rick wants to respond to this, but let me say this real quick. 
I believe it like this. For us straight people, dude, we don't know what they're going through. We can't. It's hard for us to have empathy, especially with dudes when it's another dude that wants to suck another dude's dick. He's a cocksucker. You know what I mean? You want to suck a dick, dog. What the fuck? You know, um, to us, that's just blasphemous, you know. But really, dude, we don't know what they're going through. We don't know. Yeah, I believe they were born like that, and they were born in skin they were not comfortable with. They weren't identifying with it, you know? And and it's hard for us to have empathy on that because we don't know what that feels like. We don't know what the fuck that feels like. And so instead, you motherfuckers are just bashing these fools and it's not, but I, I believe what the Alphabet Mafia has done, so, you know, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like batter or be a dick about anything, but I just believe that they have they have pushed their agenda like it was uh, 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 the, the the blacks back in the day, slavery, you know, they have pushed their agenda to something that it's not, you know, we will respect it, but don't push it to a point that you feel like you want to cancel motherfuckers and do all this crazy shit. Or you feel like you, you know what I've been through, you know, this and that and blah, blah, blah. And yeah, you've been through some shit, but it doesn't compare to other things that other people have been through that are not acting the way you're acting. I mean, I don't know. That's just my ignorant perspective on it. Do I think about it a lot? Fuck no, I don't, you know, because it has nothing to do with me, you know, but that's outside looking in, you know, off the, off the, off the hip. That's what, that's what I can say in that. Rick, did you want to say something? I just think that, um, I think it's everybody's environment. I think it's whatever way you were raised in, like. If you were raised around gang members, you're going to be a gang member. If you were raised around um, good people, like as far as like working and skateboarding or whatever, whatever's going on, I think whatever you're raised around is like more or less you're a product of your environment. Who's in, who, then with that said, Rick, well, who is, who, where environments are where there's just nothing but dick sucking going on? What city is that, bro? I don't, you know, I don't think if you're going to say raised on environment, well, West Hollywood, I don't, I don't think I don't think it has anything to do with like a dick sucking environment or something like that. I think it's just more like um, whatever, like most people are, are a product of their environment. So like if you're raised around parents that were gang banging, most likely you're going to be gang banging. If you're around people that are like whatever they're doing, that's what you're going to be doing. Huh. You know, and like I think that's nowadays, a unique perspective, though. Well, I'll say that. I I think just because that's just the way it is. Like if you look at a lot of stuff now, like um, like a lot of kids this day and age, they're getting a lot of the um, the a lot of perspective of um, of the different um options you might have yeah, in life because it's in front of your face and and they're. Yeah, yeah, they're promoting it. Back in it. the days, it wasn't like that. I got you. So, like, people that were raised around our time weren't used to it. So, like, now you could turn on any TV show to The Simpsons, and you're going to get, like... Um, some gay shit, maybe. Some gay stuff going on in there. Yeah. Like, any program. So, I just think most of it is... I don't really see people, like, as far as, like, hey, I was born this way because... I think it's if you were raised around the right people as far as um, um, your family doing right and you were brought up with money, you're going to have a, a, a different perspective. So I think it's far as um, like being born that way, I, 
as far as being a gang member, being gay, being whatever. I I just think that it's it's whatever environment you're raised in. Okay. That's the way it is. All right. So I was going to say, um, I know this <clears throat> boy I grew up with, yeah. and his brothers were straight gangsters, like yeah. straight. And I remember when he was like five years old, uh-huh. he would take his mom's heels <clears throat> and her and put them on and stuff. And his brothers were were not like All that. Gangsters, yeah. Else, yeah. And I would always be like, I feel like he's gonna be, you know, gay yeah, when he grows up. And he he did. He's he a straight. Tra- he turned trans and everything. Yeah. yeah. So I've always thought. Yeah, you're you have to be somewhere born because he was like five years old walking around in his mom's heels, taking her lipstick, but putting it, it on, it, and think, they would tell him, like, What the fuck, you know, stop doing that. Yeah, well, stop doing had, all we, of it. We had a gay dude that was a part of the crowd that was related to yeah. one of the homies and shit, bro. Uh-huh. And that dude was rated was around gangsters, bro. He was <clears> around <throat> no gay shit. I think it's just it's like overall, like around whatever they're on, because like, like you said, like I, I was raised up. Like in my hood, around different people, and yeah, there's been people that came around where we're from, like being gay. But I don't think it's, it's um, I don't think like you're born that way. I think it's maybe something at school, maybe people like you're chilling with, because like, you could like my brother. My brother came out cool. Like out of all my brothers, I got one brother that's not from from my mom's side. That's not gangbanging, you know. And uh, mm. my my brothers on my dad's side, they're cool, they're chilling, they're not on um, gang banging shit. And my dad's like gang banger, you know. <laughs> so I think it's just the way that um, like you're you're whatever you're around, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, that's what I think. I mean, it, <clears throat> it might be wrong, you know. There might be people saying "fuck you," you're on some bullshit. But I mean, that's just what it is, you know. Some people have different perspectives of different things and, and they're going to see it different ways and, you know, but uh, I don't know. All right, let's get this phone call right here. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. Hung up. <clears throat> I mean, whatever. It is It is what it is. And That's just touchy, man. It's touchy. It's a touchy subject. There's not a lot of people that, that are going to agree with... Any, hey, everybody's everybody's got their own thought on it, yeah, bro. Yeah, of course. Yeah, everybody's yeah. got it. And I'm not saying I'm way. saying I'm not saying mine's right and yours is wrong or vice no, versa, bro. Everybody, right bro, you got to respect everybody's uh, perspective on on a matter because it's just the way they see it, and especially if they're just looking outside, looking in, and just yeah. trying to look from a from the, the nosebleed seat, sort of speak. You know what I mean? Then yeah. you know, yeah, you know what I mean. And that's what I'm doing. You know what I mean, I'm looking from the nosebleed seats. I don't got a hand in uh, experience with that, but anyways, cat. Um, what do you got going on with yourself? You do a lot of modeling now, right? I would consider modeling. <laughs> what do you, what do you, what were you, photos, but you do a lot of photo shoots. You just did yeah. one the other, the other night? Yeah, yeah. What uh, kind of photo shoot is it? Uh, that one was uh, in a hiking trail with just like some lingerie. How does that feel being in a hiking trail with some lingerie? You know what I mean? I hate to jump out the bushes and be that bear on you, you know what I mean? But God damn it, you know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck you doing in my trail, girl. <laughs> You're like lucky. I know that's you, and I'm like her, her, her. Meow. <laughs> I heard that kitty cat mowing at me a mile away, girl. 
Um, so you're in the you're in the you're oh, in I thought the, that was a phone call. I was like, waiting. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you're in the mountains and you're fucking in lingerie. I mean, do you like being in lingerie? Does it feel good to be half naked? Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah Why it does it feel good. so good? It feels good. Just, I guess, because the way I told you, I was, you know, I felt a certain way, always insecure when I was younger and just a bigger girl. And now that I'm at this age and being able, being asked. To have photos taken um, by you know professional photographers, and having some amazing photos come out, I think it's great. Damn! Shout out to those photographers, you man. Want to see one? Yeah, let's see one. <laughs> let's see one. Let's see one. Yeah, absolutely. I want to see one. You can send it to my phone. <laughs> <laughs> you could show that camera right there. Can I? Oh, this, this one right? No, this white one here, straight ahead of you. He just sent them to me too, so. Anticipation. <laughs> Attention. I know. I thought something else was gonna be talked about right now <laughs> while they look for this. Everybody's excited. They can't. <laughs> they're speechless. <laughs> even the even the chat froze. Even the chat froze. We are waiting patiently for these pictures. <laughs> Hopefully a bottle of lotion comes with these pictures. <laughs> Excuse me. When it's straight, just straight. Yeah, just go s more. There's that one. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Let me see it. Let me, let me see it. Okay. How do you do this? There's that one. Damn, girl. It's <laughs> a nice. Those are nice trees right there. <laughs> Yeah, it's just. I have to look for that. Hey, are any <laughs> photographers ever like pervs and shit? Um, no, I've actually been very. Um, I felt very um, comfortable with the ones that I have shot with. I probably pull up in some Jack Ripper shorts. Remember Three's <laughs> Company? Does anybody remember Three's Company? <laughs> Come and knock on my door. I'll be waiting for you. And he always had the Jack Tripper shorts. He lived with the two chicks and shit, and he was like a sick-ass perv. <laughs> Crazy show. Anyways. <laughs> who, who is it? Is that who his name is? I think it's John Ritter. This wasn't yesterday, but this Man, those fuckers are just busting out, man. <laughs> I know people are like they can't, they can't, they can't see. Put, put that one picture right here on this camera. This is the camera, yeah, yeah. Yeah, put that picture on that camera right there. All right, guys. All right, guys. Mark here you go. Set, go. Mark set, go. Put that picture. Do it. Straight. No, no, go back a little bit. Beautiful picture. What do you do with those? What do you do with the pictures? I mean, are they being published in uh, paper, uh, magazines? I mean, did we stop magazines? Publishing magazines. Yeah. Uh, I actually did a calendar with this one um, with some of the girls. So I had a whole biker calendar, and uh, I think I should have brought it for you. Um, I but hung it up in the bathroom. <laughs> 
I had a calendar contest of biker women uh, uh, apply to be in the calendar, and uh, they all had to have riding experience, and uh, the 12 that won ended up, uh, we did like a whole bador? Bador? What is that? Photo shoot. What they call like it a laundry. Bond one, deep, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What is it called again? Bador. Bador? Yeah, I was selling them, yeah. I don't give a fuck. I know, that's why I said I should have brought one. I'll send you guys one for sure. And uh, so how do people uh, get these calendars? How do they get your merchandise? You have a website? Yeah, I have a website for, um, is uh, Crazy Cats Moto. So crazy is with a K and then cats, K-A-T-Z and then moto, M-O-T-O. Um, and then if uh, any girls want to get your eyebrows done, it's Crazy Cats Brows. What do you do that on? You tattoo them. Do you do it with a, a tattoo machine? Yeah, it's like a uh, yeah, it's a t- tattoo machine. They're semi permanent, but I get a lot of like, like chola girls because yeah. they don't want to go to um, when you go like to Orange County or something. They're doing the regular white girl kind of just very natural look. Yeah, and these girls. So the white girls are getting it now. The tattoos on yeah. the eyebrows. Oh yeah. Yeah, so but it's, it's more the natural look. Yeah, yeah. But the cholas want the sharpie. The, yeah, they do. Sorry, someone on the comments said we just got catfished, we which got is cat. hilarious. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> good one. <laughs> I'm not sorry. No, don't be apologetic about nothing. <laughs> and uh, so, so they want the chola eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. And do you have patterns of them or something like that? No. <laughs> um. So one of my talents is I know how to draw portraits. So when they come in with their eyebrows, and they're usually um uneven and i'm sure you've seen girls draw their eyebrows and they're just like all over the place um i will make sure that uh, they're measured and and put them in correctly so that way they're not coming off either in the water how'd you how'd you learn (laughs) coming off in the water (laughs) (laughs) fuck nothing's worse than a fucking chola gets in a swimming pool and she pops buck out from the water and her face is just gone she's just fucking <laughs> you know what I mean, it's just like a, it's like a sea of skin. You know what I mean, with eyeballs and lips. Um, <laughs> do you have you ever like fuck somebody's eyebrows up? I actually correct a lot of girls' eyebrows that come in. They'll like come to me even sometimes crying like whoever they went to messed up my brows because you know they're trying to get the cheaper deal. I'm usually, I'm in the middle. What does it cost pricing. to get that someone like that done? Uh, you go to Orange County, it's like a thousand dollars. Yeah, when uh, I, I do it for five, but newcomers do it for about 300, two to 300. So if you're paying that much, you're at risk for sure. 300, right? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you get what you pay for and shit. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's dope. What do you got going on for the rest of your summer? Time's about to pop off. Like, what you got going on for the summer? Um, I have some collabs. Uh, I had a tattoo artist just reach out to me to do a bike night tattoo thing event at my shop. Um, I have a um, big vest company, Espinoza's. I did a collab with them. We're going to do a big event in August. Sick. Um, I'm Espinoza's Leather, right? Yeah, Espinoza's Leather, yeah. yeah. Uh, we already did a collab, so we brought out some women's vests, but we're going to be bringing out um, some men's vests. So um, we're and we're just going to have a big a big event for that. Um, so that's something. My 40th birthday in September. <laughs> going to be a big old Gatsby thing. So I'm getting that ready. Um, And just some writing to different states and and just continuing to keep on keep on with my business and making money and doing my thing. 
How is it riding to different states? Have you done that before already? Yeah, uh, the furthest I've ridden was to uh, Salem, Oregon by myself. Damn. So I went up there and uh, got to visit um, uh, one of the clubs out there and got to just ride out there and Oregon's beautiful. It is beautiful, uh, beautiful. Yeah, there's so. some there's some fucking really tweaker towns around there though too. I hear. I mean, I've never stay been that around long. There. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stay that long. But yeah, but Oregon, they're they're over there like cultivating a lot of weed out there, so they probably have a lot of like fucking farms out there and crazy shit, huh? I, again, I just yeah, <laughs> no, I, I just this went is through just, and went back out. <laughs> yeah, but so it was it was beautiful though, huh? Yeah, it was it was very beautiful. Yeah. How um, long was that ride? I mean, did you take a you pull over? Uh, yeah, uh, so I stopped in, like, uh, Sacramento, and then um, it took me, I think, like, two full days, and then when I came back down, I went to San Francisco and stayed there a night and then came back out, yeah. That's dope, that's it, dope. It was, like, a full turnaround. It was, like, five five days, I think it was, five or six days. Do you, do you uh, trip out on any politics, like, you know, what's going on in the world? Are you engaged with any of that? Like, what what moves you? Let's get a little, let's say, I'm, I'm, like before street I... Street politics or... No, not, we're not going to talk about street politics. Right? No, we're, gonna, no. we're just talking about regular politics. Like, you know, they got, everybody talks about, you know, Trump or, you know, there's a war in Ukraine, this, that, you know, and the <laughs> other. China, we might be going to war with China. Are you in tune with any of that? Do you, does that... Not really, honestly. Not really. Yeah. yeah. No. Stay in your lane. You do what you would. You yeah, worry about what's so the much going on in, yeah, in my world that I don't even try to look at other things. <laughs> it's just too much. What kind of music do you like? Um, I love oldies. That's what I was raised on. Um, I'm actually getting more into country now, though. Uh, a lot of country is good. Shame on you. Go ahead, though. <laughs> it's actually, you know... <laughs> There's is a, it a biker thing um, that you're you're being lot, you're yes. being exposed to it? Yes, a lot of bikers are. Yes, a lot of. Ones I cannot that, stand country music. I listen to anything and everything, but country music is just like get the fuck out of here. I don't think you've heard the right shit. music. That's why, because I never thought I would like country music either at all. I was like, there's no way. But there's different subgenres yeah, within gotta, country though too. You you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. like outlaw country. Exactly. You know, like, mm-hmm. They got pop country, obviously, which is all like that. Yeah, they got Western country and that culture wall. Mm. Yeah, I just don't, I don't feel it. It doesn't move me. I listen to shit that moves my soul, and anytime that comes on, it just doesn't do nothing to my fucking. Uh, what moves your soul? What moves my soul? My what moves my soul is just like, I would say anything that has. Uh, it's my soul, so I can't speak vaguely on it, um, but. You know, you feel you. I, I would say music is frequencies, right? Music is frequencies, and and so we all have we we feel different frequencies that will move our soul, right? Um, because I can say there's just a, d- a lot of different things that would move my soul. You know, subjects on on, on songs, right? But I do love like soulful shit. I love. Uh, Jazz? Uh, I li- no, fuck no. I mean, no, yeah, <laughs> jazz is cool. So no, cool. jazz is cool. Oldies is good. I listen to classic rock. I, I listen to old rock. school rap. I listen to fucking heavy metal. I listen to fucking all kinds of reggae. I listen to all kinds of different genres. Yeah, I listen to blues. I listen to, man, I listen to a lot of fucking shit. You know, I am fucking very, very well-rounded with music. Um, but country is just not no part of it, you know. But then again, I've never been around anybody yeah. 
Yeah. That that was like listening to that shit. Like, oh, I'm gonna go to this fool's out. He's gonna play nothing but country, you know. And maybe if I was around some shit like that, then I'd be starting hearing more songs. Then I'll be like, oh, I kind of like that song right there, you know. I'm gonna but send you like a five song. We're playlist. gonna take Luggy to Stagecoach 2024. Nah, dog. I'm really I'm really good with that because those aren't my people, bro. Those aren't my people that I want to be around, bro. I don't want to be around a bunch of fucking shit kickers and motherfucking boots or whatever they fucking feel that they are. And, and shit. twins? Backwoods motherfuckers. Like, because those are my people, you know what I mean? And I can't really have a cool conversation where we're going to... Uh, I probably could because I can have a cool conversation with anybody. But I'm just saying, I just don't feel it. That's it. I just don't feel it, you know what I mean? Um, but it's always reminding me of just like backwoods redneck shit, you know? That's what it's reminding me of, to be honest. You know, can you imagine if what, how do you feel sometimes when a fucking redneck pulls up to a fucking rap concert? You're like, oh shit, that's that dude's cool. He's been exposed to some shit. You know what I mean? You look at it like a, you look at him like a kind of a spectacle because he's the fucking odd man out in the crowd. That's how I feel like I would be in that crowd right there. The I feel odd like man that out. with the EDC crowd for sure. Oh. <laughs> do you go there? Do, do you go there half naked? No, I can't do it. There's no way. All these kids around me, I'm just like, oh, no. Well, you're 40 years old, girl. You ain't supposed to be going to those There things. are 40-year-olds still going. Pervs. Yeah, look at them, right? Look at it. No, there are a lot of guys and girls at my age that are still going. They're I, posting it and everything. And I I'm bet those like, porter potties are horrible. <laughs> Fucking just jack-shacks, dog. You know what I mean? Fucking... Freaks. But EDC is like a sex. It's a sex thing. No, everybody's taking shit. They're vibing out. They're on all kinds of drugs. They're half fucking naked. I thought it was about the music. Okay. It is. It <laughs> Isn't is it? Music. A lot of it's about the music and the DJ. Those DJs get paid yeah. bank, right? Yep. It's a, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Somebody no, no. paid uh, Eagle, Eagle Beak Republican Renaissance. <laughs> <laughs> My G, you couldn't make that YouTube handle any longer. You know what I mean? Um, what is what's your education level? They're asking right there. Uh, I have an associates. You have an associates. Mm -hmm. uh, what is what does that consist of? Uh, it's just an associates in uh, healthcare management. So when I went to Arizona, I did online and got an associates. That's dope. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, I think I have equivalent to a business associates. I think that's what they said it's equivalent yeah, to. Yeah. Well, yeah. But um, that's dope. And so, do you have a nine to? Is your hustle the nine to five, or do you have a, a job? My hustle is the the eyebrows. So I charge five hundred for one girl. So I get two, three. That's fifteen hundred. You know, I get paid cash. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's, that's a good paycheck. Part. That's not even part time. It's less than part time. So uh, I did like a special, and I did four hundred for the month of May for Mother's Day, and I had like ten girls. That's four grand. Just you know for a week or two weeks of work. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's good. That's a good living, and and you're doing so, it. But the way all my you money goes into my business, my other business. So one's a money maker, and the other one's a money taker. That's life, though, bro. That's <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah, you got to make money to yeah give money to make money. Or, you know, absolutely. Well, Kat, I w I just want to thank you so much for just making the time to pull through on Hoodstocks, baby girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hopefully I was a good guest. No, you were a great guest. You <laughs> all were great over the guest. place. No, we were all over the place. You <laughs> know what I mean? You know, and it falls on me, not you, you know, but it was it was good to, to have you here. I'm glad that we finally, we've talked on the phone prior, um, and we, we know each other from Instagram, you know, and I'm glad to finally meet you face-to-face. -face and um, Me 
too. Thank you very much. I yeah, absolutely. It. I appreciate it. Everybody give it up for Crazy Cat. Uh, once again, what, what's the Instagram they can follow you at? How they can support you? Give all those one more time. Uh, my personal is cat underscore the biker chick. And then uh, my businesses are, it's uh, on my personal, but one is Crazy Cat's Brows and the other one's Crazy Cat's Moto. There it is right there. Casey, do you got anything to say uh, heading out of this bitch? Uh, were you at, uh, so today I was driving down Alameda right there past uh, 6th Street and the whole, the whole um, block was shut down because of, have you, have you heard of that establishment, Biker, Bike uh, sh- Moto Shed? Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They had like a huge bike event today that was like the have whole you, street was filled. You know you could eat there? Yeah, I've been there to eat. Oh, you have you? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's more, um, oh, what kind of bikers are there, Michelle? Yeah, yeah it's like a, <laughs> like white bike. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, so it's like uh, those dudes driving those uh, bobbles or whatever? No. It's from England. It's a company from England. It's coming from England, yeah. And they have this giant space in the arts district, huge, like and it only has cafe bike parking. racers. Yeah. yeah so you don't got? Are the Mongols there? Dudes like that there? You can't wear your cut. No. Oh, you can't wear cuts. Is you that what they call it? There. They call it your cut. Your what is the vest? Yeah. But they have a barber shop in there, a tattoo shop. They have a bar, a restaurant, yeah. a whole like fucking museum. They have a speakeasy, like a private, a private bar. That's dope. You're on Hustocks. Go ahead. So lucky. What up, doggy? <laughs> fucking guy they asked if you were single right here you single yes i am you're single huh. newly single newly single so put that up newly single okay okay oh, yeah. okay and so uh what is what is the best way for someone to holler at you is it in the dm is it to catch you at a at a, one of those events uh the last guy who asked me out yeah it was at an event he, he came to me like a man and asked me out. Ooh, she said like a man. <laughs> Not through text, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Shit, motherfuckers yeah. is just like. I was actually impressed, yeah. And you went out? Uh, Yeah, we went on a date. What's the ideal date to take someone like yourself out? Mm, I, we went to a, a nice restaurant um, in Pomona, the mining company at the top. Yeah. Nice. Um, with the whole view. Have you guys been there? Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice, right? Yeah, it's cool. I like um, that place. So we went there and just had dinner, but um, I think my mind is just kind of business-focused right now, so I wasn't completely in tune, but um, I kind of explained that. What a letdown. She's like, all right, I guess there's no dessert. And you have to be, and you have to ride, too, right? I had to ride, yeah. I had to be ready to ride, and then I had my calendar for this weekend, including headstocks, so... Um, again, my mind had to be focused. I respect that. I respect that. You're on Hoodstocks. Talk to us. What's up, Big Lux? What up, baby? Hey, I had a question for your guest right there. Go ahead. I want to take her on a date, bro, but I don't have a car. All I have is a side cart. Can we hook it up to a Harley? <laughs> <laughs> How about I pick you up and you get on the back of my Harley? Oh! <laughs> What do I look like, Casey? 
Lucky said he was down. I'll do it. I don't give a Lucky fuck, Lucky said dog. he was down. You fools are going to be Bring talking shit. Bring the camera. Bring the camera. You guys are going to be talking shit to me when you see me on the road in the back of Cat's bike, but I'm going to have a big smile on my face. You know what I mean? All it's going to be like, good. fuck you, bitches. I know you're talking shit. Hey, that was a good one, bro. All right, big dog. Appreciate you guys have you, a good dog. night. You too, bro. I love the callers right here, man. They always got some good shit to say. Um, have you ever rode a dude, though, in the back of your bike like that? Like, he said, oh, man, I don't ride, but I don't want to get in the back of your bike, right? No, I, I did a girl. You did a girl? Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah, a girl. Because a even, girls. even if it was a dude, he would be looked like like a girl. Yeah, I just wouldn't <laughs> look right. We were going to do, like, a little skit on on something like that, but it just never happened. But, yeah, girls jump on the back of my bike all the time. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. Hell, yeah. Well, everybody give it up for Cat, Crazy Cat. Um, I appreciate you for coming through once again. Shout out to your homegirls that came through with you. I appreciate you ladies coming through. Much love, much respect. And, hey, we will see you guys next weekend. We'll be back on Memorial Day. And uh, I, got a, I got a famous person that I'm bringing on for you guys, you know. And um, he's a funny dude. He's a comedian. And I think you guys are going to love the podcast. You're going to love the episode. We're probably going to wild out and have a good time. But I appreciate you guys. I appreciate your comments. You know what I mean? I appreciate the constructive criticism in whatever form it is put forward. Sometimes it sounds like you're talking shit to me. You know what I mean? But I just take it as constructive criticism, dog. Or maybe sometimes I might bark back a little. You know, whatever, dog. But it's all taken in and we weigh it out and we move forward. You know what I mean? This is how we do it right here at the community of Hoodstocks, baby. So thanks again. Love you guys. And we are